gentlemen, welcome to season two. We're saying it, episode one, the season premiere of your show, The Kickout Crew. Want to thank everybody for uh, taking the time to run in on last week's episode. If you're still watching last week's episode, I completely understand. Uh, I don't know what was longer, that or Halloween Havoc 98. Both still seem to be going, but uh, yeah, want to thank everybody for taking the time to send in videos. Uh, nice words. People that jumped on had the time to. Uh, it's really cool to hear, you know, what what we mean to some of y'all and what y'all for sure mean to us and what this means to us, you know, your show, real shit. But, uh, you know, uh, that's enough of me blabbing. I'm going to... Well, you flip this. We're already off to a good one. I'm just going to go ahead and kick it to Brad. So, uh, Brad, take it away. So it is a new season. It's episode one. How did we start the first season with episode one? Well, we don't want you to listen to it. But there was a very <laughs> special segment by me about my hair on that show. So I will never, ever do that topic, as we like to call it, justice. But I'm sure going to try right now. So over the la last weekend, I guess it's six months ago now, last weekend, <laughs> I, uh, I had a funeral and I went to visit my parents. I think I mentioned it on the last show in the three and a half hours that if you're still listening to it, like James said. And a lot of my extended family was there. So believe it or not, even though it was a funeral, it was a really, really good time after the funeral was over, seeing everybody and catching up. I have cousins from California. My dad's sister moved to California after she got married. And these guys would visit a couple weeks out of the year every summer. And it was always a really special time. One was a year or two years older than me. One was my age and one was a year younger. When I was 16 years old, my parents bought me for my 16th birthday a plane ticket to go visit them, which was great from, by myself. So I went out there. Now, let me tell you something. I, I know I'm from live in Philadelphia now, but I used to live in a place called Hermitage, Pennsylvania. Hermitage, Pennsylvania is about an hour north of Pittsburgh. I'm not saying it's total Sticksville, but it's not Los Angeles, okay? It's not Los Angeles. So we have our own ideas of what goes on out there. So I'm hanging out, and I'm not fitting in real well with all of their friends and stuff. I'm 16. They're 18, 16, and 14, and I'm doing my best, but I, I'm a little out of my element. So we're, we were going right. We, we went down to the playground every day and played basketball every day. I, I held my own, but I, I was definitely the worst one there. But we were walking down there and my, now this is at a time, I don't know what's, if it's still going on or not, where the, the Crips and Bloods were like all over the news, all over TV. We're talking early 90s, you know, the music, everything. So we're walking down the street and my cousin Matt has a red bandana on. So just walking down the street, not thinking much of it, just walking to the uh, basketball courts, a blue car comes pulling up and they start jawing out the window at him. And he's just kind of staying the course, walking straight. He goes, he called me, I, I used to be called BJ back in the day. Laugh, laugh all you want. Bradley John. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he says, B, just keep your head straight, straight ahead. I'm like, no problem. So again, they're jawing. They're like, hey, man. What's up with that red bandana, man? What the fuck, man? Uh, my heart's freaking racing, okay? They pull the car right in front of us, and they jump out. And he jumps on my cousin. He pulls a gun out, and he sticks it in his head. And then my other cousin is there, and he starts pounding on the other guy's head. I, all right, so not my best moment. I take the fuck off, okay? I'm out of there. I, I am running 100 miles an hour in the other direction. All of a sudden, they're behind me, all of them in the same car, laughing their ass off. It was all a joke, all a trick. 
And my cousin says to me, he goes, well, that's the bullshit, man. You freaking take off. I'm like, they have a gun, dude. We're not fighting. <laughs> what, what, am I to, what, am I, what am I jumping in front of the bullets for you? You asshole. <laughs> I was so freaking mad, but they got me and they got me good. And they just laughed about it for the rest of the week. Like, yeah, they think we're all gangbangers out here. It gets better. Okay. So that story's done. So now my cousin takes me to a party again, not fitting in at all. I'm just kind of like talking to myself at this place. Every girl's hot, by the way, every single girl is a 10 and I am a four at best. <laughs> and this is before I had the charisma that I do now that maybe makes me a five and a half to the moon. Okay. So we're at the party and my buddy's friend comes running back, running from the Jack in the box. What's it? I don't even have a Jack in the box around here, but they have Jack in the boxes there. It's a burger place for those of you that might not know. And he says he was just jumped and all his money was taken. So what does my cousin do? He jumps into the car with four other people and takes off after this guy from the Jack in the box to jump my cousin and screams out the window. Take care of my cousin. I'm just here by myself at this point. Okay. I, I, I don't have a ride home. I don't know any of these people. I was here for like four hours. And my other cousin had like somehow I don't even remember how I got I don't even remember how I got home, but I know it wasn't from him. Uh, went to Tijuana while I was there. Got pickpocketed <laughs> by a, a three-year-old kid that was trying to sell me chiclets. Not the best part of town there either. It was traumatic, man. Got my ears pierced when I was there at at the, at the local mall, which back in 1992 was somewhat of a big deal. Great trip, I guess. Um, traumatic, uh, to say the least. And these guys, this whole weekend. I, I think I told that story five times. That's why when I asked you guys if you, I ever told this story in the chat, I, I don't know. I've told the story so many times I didn't know if I told it on air, but that's me. That's Brad Stanton. Cheers. Or BJ from now on, I guess. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that was my nickname growing up, BJ. About 12 years old, I realized that wasn't so good anymore. <laughs> well, it is, but not to be called it. Yeah. <laughs> Back to you, James. Old beige, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine, like, just like Brad Breaking Bad. <laughs> you know, get your who knows what your hair looked like then. Was this the glue on times, or was this like you? Oh uh, no, I was sixteen. It was I'm um, starting to recede for sure, but uh, I w I wasn't gluing it on yet. Not till I was about nineteen. Huh. I'm just gonna get a fucking face tat. <laughs> the way that fucking story goes. <laughs> <laughs> Gary times. I'll be damned. Well, we're here to have some good times. And what better way to have good times than with Devin? Well, Devin, what you got going on this week? Well, I don't know how to top BJ's story there, but... Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm going to try with a musical event for us. So, we've talked a bunch about almost anything I can think of, all of us together. But one thing we haven't talked a lot about is music. So, at the local fair coming up this year, we have four big stars coming. So, I was thinking, well, if we have these four stars, we should go to one of the shows because it's during the week. So, what show should we go to? So, I'm going to ask your guys' opinion on which show you would go to. So, Ready. I'm going to start. Here's the four options. Number one, Wayne Newton. Number Close two, <laughs> The Sticks. <laughs> The sticks? sticks? Just sticks. No <laughs> dog. Sticks, sorry. Not the Facebook. It's Facebook. <laughs> sticks, yeah. Number three. Beatles versus Rolling Stones tribute bands. 
Mm-hmm. Or number four, train. Well, when you look to the sky. That's ah. tough, man. Because here's the thing. The most entertaining thing of the four will probably be the tribute band, but that's not the real bands. Yeah. And what night of the week is the tribute band's thing on? Uh, I think it's a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. no. Nah. I was about to say, that was a Friday? Let's go. The, the shows are literally Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. There is not a Friday show at my fair. It makes a lot of sense. Talent show. Well, if you watch National Poon, if you take Erica with you, Wayne Newton might try to steal Erica from you. <laughs> that, that is That's also true. true. <laughs> you got to take into account. That's very true. <laughs> All right. My answer sticks. Come sail away, baby. Sticks wouldn't be bad. Like it, you'll know Too much time. Yeah. I'll say sticks. <laughs> Mr. Roboto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Adam, what about there. you, man? Bobo Tobo. <laughs> ah, I mean, you kind of got me with Wayne Newton, but <laughs> Dude, he's classic, man. Classic Is he 90, though? He's got to be 90, right? He's like 84. Okay. <laughs> he sings at a 90-year-old level. Uh, sticks, probably, because I don't do tribute bands. Oh, I do do them, but I don't not. I'm not going to take them over. Not the band Beatles. Either. I don't do a Beatles tribute band. If I want to hear the Beatles, I, it's going to be the Beatles. Yo, I literally True. went to a Beatles tribute band a month and a half ago. <laughs> Good job, it was, it was okay. I, I'm I want to see that. I'm uh, screwed with this VJ bullshit. Cirque du Soleil <laughs> Beatles love show. Gallagher, that? I think he saw that in Vegas. Oh, Gallagher saw it. I thought you said you saw it. No, I want to. I I want to see that too. James, like what's your pick? Bunch. Shout out. I think he's going with the Beatles tribute band. No, no, God, uh, fuck. Yeah, probably sticks. But I, you see, this is what's going to happen. You're going to go to train. You know you are. I mean, let's be real here. You and Erica are going to train. Ah, uh, you're dead hey, right. Hey, One hey, of Erica's hey. favorite band <laughs> you know, is train. Tell me, you know you're going to train, dude. Uh, <laughs> we're going to train <laughs> Thursday night. Hey guys, I got that motherfucker. Nice. <laughs> You're so full of shit, dude. <laughs> Mike, kill the bee, everyone. Yeah. You already know. You already knew what you were going to see, and you just asked us anyway? I asked you guys what you guys would Oh, I thought we see. were deciding. Oh, well, I'll go to Sticks, too, I guess. guess you go to go to my fiance says to go to. <laughs> yes, sir. By the Here's way, the hold thing, on. Though, I can imagine. Billy Silas. Shout out. Wearing the shirt. Forgot to tell everybody. All right, go ahead. Sorry. I can imagine Adam getting all dressed up, dude, and fucking strutting ass in the weight noon and just <laughs> owning it, man. All the cougs would be all over him, dude. Yes, sir. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that show probably would be fun. But... <laughs> nah. uh, all right, that's wait, what is Wayne Newton saying? Donk Donk Like I can't even imagine doing that. I can't imagine doing that. I mean, he was pretty uh, funny in Vegas Vacation, I guess. Uh, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's a chick magnet, though, man. Who learned from was who better a chick learn magnet. He's not a chick magnet now, man. He's taking uh, oh, whatever shit. medicine that is. He's going to bed. He's a, what's up with that <laughs> hair? Oh. Yeah, he might be taking blue chew. Uh, well, uh, yeah, he could <laughs> And be. then going to bed. <laughs> Hello. Blue man. chew. Professional uh, podcast. You wouldn't do it, ahead, James. But that was my topic. For uh, episode one of season two, that fun game awesome. I thought of. Back to you, James. Well, uh, good shit. <laughs> Have fun at the train concert. <laughs> that being said, uh, you know, 
Uh, let's see. Brad, I think what's next is, can you believe today's agenda? So we have had a guest on here many, many weeks in a row. Today we don't. We're kicking it old school. So we thought we'd come up with a little bit of a theme. And it is, can you believe blank beat blank? I don't know why I said that like Jerry Seinfeld, but I did. So what it is, is it could be a number of things. Uh, it could be a great upset. It could be someone that maybe was an up and comer that they were pushing. Or it could be someone that was just not quite at the level yet. Can you believe blank beat blank? So what it is, it's like just someone that shouldn't have beat someone in wrestling, basically. Like, I can't believe it actually happened, but it did. And it, it this, this, you could actually do a whole podcast on this, believe it or not. But uh, we're just gonna go for this. Yeah, one. season two, episode <laughs> one. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we, we have two very exciting matches. I'm not gonna step on James Tones because you asshole, like something like that, he says, you know. But uh, just want to let you guys know that, that was like a Heyman is. That was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. So that Philly, baby. <laughs> anyway, guys, we hope you enjoy it. And we're open to suggestions because we will do it down the road, but we're not doing it in a row. Got it? Good. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's today's agenda. Upset galores oh, yeah. and maybe, uh, you know, whatever Brad said. <clears throat> but I guess it's time <laughs> for match number one, isn't it? Well... What is that match, you ask? It is The Kid versus Razor Ramon. It took place on WWF Monday Night Raw. Uh, the date it took place on, May 17th, 1993. It hailed from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York, New York. It had an attendance of 1,000. It had a match length of two minutes and 12 seconds. And I could not find the TV rating or Meltzer rating. So uh, there you go. <laughs> My, uh, how the time change. Uh, no leads, no lead. So. so we're doing it a little different, James. There's not going to be a lead in. There's going to be an aftermath. Oh, mm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the lead in was an interview with Shawn Michaels and they came back from commercial. That was <laughs> not on the drive. There's not a lead in at all. <laughs> so i'm ready to talk about it. if you guys are ready to talk about it there's not a lot to talk about here this is more about the idea of it so razor ramon versus the one two three kid like james said raw may 17th it was just the kid at the time it was just the kid i yeah, yeah this match is why he became one two three kid correct so mike i wanted to ask you did you watch the the when they were introduced this time um no. what part did you start did you watch any of it i mean what did we do? I watched some, actually i watched some of the raw too and okay. then I watched some other draws from this. So era, what about but... this lady in the ring with the, uh, with the sign, huh? Did you it see that? It was like, one, like one of the boxing ladies. What was like, what was up with that? Did, what, did, um, did that throw you off at all? Like, did you think that was different? Was that a pre? That was like a pre nitro girl, <laughs> right? Not one I've ever seen. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no judgment. It was just an unusual choice. Did you agree with that? It was an unusual I, choice. Yeah, it definitely was. And also, I think it was earlier. I think it was this one. I said I watched a couple of them trying to find it. But this is where uh, Jim Cornette debuted on WWF Raw. Yeah. God Jim dang. Cornette, the racket himself, huh? <laughs> yeah. Devin, Devin, there's no entrance for the one or for the kid. God, I've had one, two, three kid written 70 times here, by the way. Good job. No entrance for the kid. How about this production <laughs> value, though? Uh, no, it was uh, 
it was not great. No, it was creative for the time, I, I guess. But well, this is actually the first year of Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. so there was mm-hmm. only an hour at the time. This episode 17. It, so, James, you saw it. What'd you think? Like, how many people did you say were there? 1,000. And it looked like almost like an ECW show. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. That, I mean, it, kind of looked, it looked good, though, because they were in that they were in a smaller building and everything else. It was still kind of packed in there. Yeah. So I, think it, I think it still kind of looked good. I guess what it's getting at here is, what did um, Vince McMahon just sell this company for? <laughs> yeah. And this And this was, like, when he was really getting hot. But – or I guess they weren't quite there yet, but I mean, they were on TV now. In a, well, in 93, now. they were, you know, starting to do. But, little... but it was the first time they were in prime time, you know, and yeah. that was a, a step in a different direction. Uh, Adam, are you there? Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it to um, the Razor. All right. So Razor Ramon's entrance, Mike, any indication here by the way he's coming to the ring that he's losing this match? No, no. You can't tell that. So, he's a pro. Do you think he cares? Too. Do you think he cares if he loses? No. Why, why Why? would he care? He's still getting paid the same. So he made it clear uh, one time, I, I look good laying on my back. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely does not give a shit. Because uh, this, this ain't like boxing or UFC. You know, they don't get paid more if they win. I mean. But some people don't want to lose, though. Don't you agree? Maybe some of the top guys, Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. But I mean, it's, I don't think it really matters, honestly. So, James, who are the announcers? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked, Brad, because we have Macho Man Randy Savage, Vince McMahon, and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Man, it doesn't get much better than that, does it, James? It's uh, quite the cast, (laughs) for sure. You have two guys that kind of, and this is what a maneuver Vince McMahon, you know, so it's like Macho Man, Thaney. (laughs) <laughs> what a maneuver, and then Bobby just cracking jokes. And he definitely had a different personality on this one. Like, he this was not the Vince McMahon from any other kind of era. Like, once he became Vince McMahon or Mr. McMahon or whatever, I mean, it's completely something different. What did y'all think about my Aunt Edna being the ring girl? Well, that's what I <laughs> damn it, where were you? I, uh, I, I just you talking about my Aunt Edna. That was the that was the, the, the best part of her life. She had a nighty on and everything. Sometimes Wait, I love that you were so ready for that. I'm going to go kick it to you right now um, from a question from Bober. Actually, I know I have listener questions at the end of this, but I think it's I think it's important to talk about it inside the match. Bober asked if the kid is not a member of the click, does he get this win at, the, at this time, Adam? Oh, God, no. 100 percent. No, he was. Was he was I, I don't know. I'm just going I think, with he was. I think it was a little bit after this. Like, this is around the time he started with him, but he wasn't big with him. Well, we don't I know mean, when they became friends. But well, I, I, know, I know right here, Scott Hall had an idea of him and thought highly of him that they, he'd seen him before or ran across him before, and it was his idea to put him over. Right. But they, and see, that's how Scott Hall is. If he sees somebody and, like, we can make something out of this person, he's all the time good. Like, hey, like he said, I look good and lay down on my back. So and if he's speaking of that, Kevin Nash is the same way. And uh, we, when we do this again, there's a couple of matches you can talk about with Kevin Nash as well, where he, he, he said he booked himself that way. Right. Well, at this point in a uh, kid's career, he'd been all over Japan and all over the GWF with uh, Jerry Lynn. 
So he'd been tearing up all around the globe. So I'm sure Scott Hall's seen him when he was right. back in the but AWA. This, this is right when he started coming into WWF at the time, though, right? That was back yeah, when he was the Lightning should, Kid. I mean, we, we should try to find some of those Jerry Lynn and him matches. I bet those were good. But there's a two out of three falls match there. online for the GWF light heavyweight. Yeah, that could be a that could be a bonus watch along. Man, let's oh. get it. Let's, let's just let's just do that. No, never mind. All right, uh, <laughs> Devin, what does the L kid stand for on kids' trunks? Oh, uh, Adam just said Lightning Kid. Oh, I missed it. I'm sorry, Adam. Okay, BJ. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I mean, Fred. But, all right, let's go. All right, Devin, I'll ask you a question. Then I did he he didn't already answer. Did you like about did you like the toothpick with Razor Ramon? Oh, I loved it. It's the arrogance, the cockiness. He took it out of his mouth and flicked it right out the lightning kid. He's just showing he wasn't like he wasn't taking this match seriously. It's just some jabroni that's stepping in the ring with him. So Ray uh so Razor is very cocky, throws kid around the ring, chops to the kid. Big toss by Razor. But the way this match is starting, James, does it, does it seem like it's going to be over quick to you? Oh, yeah. It looks like your typical, you know, TV show squash. So let me ask, let me take it a step further. If this was on today and you're watching Dynamite or Raw, would you be half paying attention to this? I Like, would you be engaged with this? I think you, it would be, uh, that's a good question, because I don't think you would really. Because they book these dudes with all this other shit all the time and people shit all over it. So I think, you know, people that don't know the people will probably be like, well, okay, they're just going to beat this dude. Well, they've already beat him a couple of times in the past. So there's no reason for us to pay attention to the L kid or one, two, three kid as we get to know him. But, but did, he, did he not like the week before this or something like this or something like that? He beat um, Ted DiBiase and Razor came out or something like that then. No. no, I don't no. think he nope. won a match up until no. this point. No, no okay. he lost to Doink and uh, someone else. I can't remember the other person. Yeah, I seen something. I There'll be something in the aftermath, Mike. <laughs> it might be. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I, see, I watched it around these weeks trying to find it. And, so. and then All I right. just Googled the day. But that was so fine. R- Razor, Razor stretching kid, catches kid off the ropes, fall away slam. Kid with no offense, Mike. Do you remember the early squash matches and like someone coming out with like a regular name and it was over in a couple minutes? Do you remember all that? Yeah. Did you oh, yeah. like? Was that just a way? Do you think to display that the the, uh, the star and just give you a glimpse of what he's up to, or was it a way to sell um, you coming yeah, to the that, ring? Like that was, was more. That was more about whoever the other top guy was, or it wasn't had nothing to do with him. So I mean, if you see stuff with like. Even like Matt or Jeff Hardy from their early days or the Young Bucks. Like, nobody gave a shit about them. So then you have Razor missing the end of the corner. Kid with a moonsault. Was that a moonsault, Adam? Yes. Okay. Because that was a, it wasn't, I didn't want to say reverse moonsault and upset everyone. That's uh, a full just flip. a moonsault. Yeah. <laughs> Off the top rope. And he gets the pen. I'm sorry, James. It was just so quick. I didn't know how to get excited for the moment. There. Although the excited. count was kind of like. I'm sure your wife says the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the count was, uh, you know, just. Like, I don't think people realized what was happening in the count. By the time it was over, it was like, whoa. Who, who was the referee in this match? Mike Kyoto. Uh, yeah, James, who was it? Not it beautiful was moment right there, too, boy. Beautiful moment. That is actually uh, one of the things I put in my notes. Oh, Kyoto. I I don't think I know. Uh, shout out to his mailbag on uh, Afri shows. 
I think we're going to talk about another mailbag later, too. Huh? How, how crazy. Okay. Rays are so upset. Adam, how was Mike Yoda? Yeah, Kyoto was on this one, and there's another referee mailbag on every show. That's it. I just took a guess. I was just fucking bullshitting. Imagine that. <laughs> so Razor was so upset, Adam. How perfect were his reactions after he lost? Oh, if it wasn't for that, him being surprised, it wouldn't have so it wouldn't have been near as good. I mean, <laughs> the element of surprise is the best way you can beat somebody. So him and going to Vince and going to Macho Man and Macho Man, you lost, brother. If <laughs> you did 13 flips, you lost. And then, and and then Bobby Heen is the best out of all three of them. And Devin was like, could there have been three better announcers to sell this like that he just said? Oh, absolutely not. Bobby the Brain Heenan was just straight freaking out. Macho Man was picking on Razor for losing. Maybe uh, King. Maybe. Oh, King would have had a blast with this. Yeah, King would have yeah, had a blast with it. But of all the people in the ring, Mike, who told the best story? The, the announcers? Razor? Oh, or Razor. Yeah. Razor yeah, The freaking guy made it. Like he made the whole thing and he's the one that lost. One like, offensive move in that match. Made yeah. kid. So obviously the it, the production's down. This is not used to what we've seen, but it, it is uh it was it was interesting. Uh, we go with interesting and it just showed how good Razor and the one two three kid are at telling a story in a ring and the announcers were great. So anyway, that's it. That's that's the match. Can you believe three blank? minutes? Can you believe blank beat blank? And can you believe the kid who was squashed for the prior two weeks beat Razor Ramon? Well, we're not going to. I thought we were talking some aftermath. We are. Back to you, James. Oh, well, uh, I think something you have to realize, like we talked about Scott, you know, doing the job and like helping making the kid because he saw something in him. After this, isn't that when they had the feud where he's like alpha and money, like, I want to well, fight him again. Said, I want to fight you again. Yeah. I want to like you know. So this is like a lot uh, a yes. couple weeks storyline. So he's putting over one, two, three kid. Not only just because uh, they could have just had him beat Razor and just go off in the sunset, but now they kind of kept him going. You know, right? Yeah, yeah you have to yeah. put together on that, don't you? Yeah, uh, right. actually, for the upcoming three weeks, the next week Razor Ramon would offer two thousand five hundred dollars to face uh, one, two, three kid again. One, two, three, kid declined. He offered him $5,000 to face him again. Kid still declined. Then he was like, what was gonna, what's it going to take to face you? The kid finally said, I'll do it for $10,000. So Razor somehow got the money. Said, all right, we're going to do this match. But only if you're only getting the $10,000 if you beat me again. If I win, I, I'm keeping the money. So in the middle of the match, one, two, three kid runs out of the ring, runs to the corner, grabs all the money and just books it out of the building. <laughs> so Razor takes off and starts chasing him. And that's the end of that match. They were gone. But uh, the next week, Ted DiBiase and IRS are in the middle of the ring. Mike kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. They're saying, hey, Razor, that was our $10,000. You owe the IRS and Ted DiBiase that money. So they're calling out Razor Ramon, and Ted DiBiase says, we're going to do something that you couldn't do. We're going to beat this, this kid. We're going to beat the one, two, three kid. So Ted DiBiase challenges kid to a match. He's accepted. They face off. In the middle of that match, IRS interferes, and IRS and DiBiase just beat down the kid. They're beating him to a pulp until Razor Ramon makes the save. Saves one, two, three, kid. Dex IRS. 
throws DiBiase over the ropes. Then the next pay-per-view, it's set up. Tag team match. Razor Ramon's a good guy again and got the kid over. Beautiful story. I, I got chills from you telling it. I'm fucking <laughs> excellent. Made. You're made story. after that, man. Well done, awesome. Devin. Well done, Devin, because that is excellent. I, I thought we had Ryan on here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's what I mean. Like, here it started as a squash match that went wrong. And now you have Razor Ramon turning face and joining and, them. and making a star. Making well, a star. me, damn. Isn't that what it's about? <laughs> I, it's good yeah. shit, man. It's good <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's good shit, Fucking man. That's, what, that's why we're here. Scott Hall, dude. Scott Hall. And after that tag team match, after that tag team match, one, two, three, kid and Scott Hall be riding together every night. And that officially got Shaw Waltman into the click. See, Too so sweet. after that, he got it. <laughs> uh, I do have another question about this match. And it's just, uh, it's more of a general question, but it is related to this match. Mike Gallagher says, ask KOC, hashtag, what other upsets were shocking as one, two, three Razor? Now, we're going to spend some time on another match today. So that, that, that'll be one. We'll talk about that later. Um, you guys, off the top of your head, anything more shocking than this one? What about when uh, Paige beat AJ Lee? Excellent answer, Mike. Is uh, I didn't even think of that one because yeah, she one. had never, she had never even been on Raw. She had never, she was mm-hmm. in NXT, which before NXT was NXT, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was, and she won the championship the night after AJ Lee beat thirteen people, like, in, or, like something ridiculous where she like beat everybody. Oh uh, yeah, I know. Good one. Real I know good an one. answer, and I know we're gonna cover it, but I hate the wrestler. But uh, when KO beat Cena, like on his Raw debut or whatever, he Very had the good. NXT title. Yeah, that was a good one. I know we'll talk about that. Can't wait. So I'm not going to talk about the match that we are going to talk about later, but I got three here that I think are crazy. John Cena lost to Tensai. Now that's uh, <laughs> oh boy, that Bloom, Matt Bloom, the NXT trainer that was Prince Albert. This is they had this different character yeah. for him that was supposed oh, to be like, yeah, almost unbeatable. Yeah, but then like a couple months later, he's losing to everyone. But he did beat mm-hmm. Cena, so they really thought a lot of him at the time. How about Goldberg in Goldberg's first match? Goldberg, yeah, started the streak. Goldberg wasn't Goldberg, okay? Goldberg was a guy standing in the ring and he beat Hugh Morris. Everybody said they just called him Bill Goldberg. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's like, oh, I mean, but but there's something to that because if you look at him, he's like, all right, this guy's like six five, six six, three hundred pounds. But still, nobody knew who he was. And then I have this one. And this Unfortunately, people learned who he was. This one kills me, Mike. This one kills me. The Miz beats Roman Reigns for the Intercontinental title on Raw 25. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. Back then, no big deal, right? But now Roman Reigns don't lose. He hasn't lost in what three years. Like, well, the Miz you know, winning. Corbett beat Roman Reigns. That's the last, one, last, last one to beat him, too. The dog food match. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first one that came to my mind, and probably the most recent big one, is when Action Andretti beat Chris Jericho on Dynamite. Very good. That's a nice one. And the one. crowd started getting into it. I think it was one of those matches you're talking about. Like, it was a half-ass kind of watching it. Then I'm like, well, wait a minute. What, why is this still happening? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> why? why did, did we really go to a commercial break? I got a dark horse one. Oh, boy. Lesnar beating Taker at WrestleMania, ending the streak. Definitely, yeah. That was (laughs) because I I was a lapsed fan for sure. wasn't watching, 
dude I work with had a WrestleMania party, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, it's number 30, you know, nostalgia and all that stuff. And then he's like, uh, yeah, you know, they're going to do Taker match. Taker's going to win, blah, blah, blah. We're, uh, you know, partying. I was leaving at that. And then next thing you know, like, when that happened, like, it was fucking silent, like, for at least a solid, like, two minutes, and everybody's just watching. And then the guy that's hosting the party, and he's just, like, sitting on this couch, fucking bullshit! And he just starts, like, screaming and going ape. <laughs> but it was solid. Like, I was ne- I've never been to the party. Everybody's just watching wrestling. There's, like, 20 of us there. And it was just dead silent after that three count. Like the whole arena went silent. <laughs> yeah, that three count. The whole arena went silent when that happened. Like it's almost like the ref didn't know and did the three count. Like, oh my god, was I supposed to do that? Because <laughs> they were like in our heads. Because you know, they was like, no, no, no. It's some, it's some crazy finish. They'll restart it or whatever. And then that graphic shows, and everybody's just like, <laughs> it was just dead silence. And I think it was just Taker and uh, Lesnar that knew about the finish. And Taker was out on his feet, by the yeah, way. Yeah, because it got changed earlier that day. Yeah. Yeah. So I Adam, think those you managers that knew about it. Adam, do you have one that you that comes to mind? <laughs> um, the um, private party beating the Young Bucks in that tag tournament. Oh, Very good. Yeah. That was a good one. And then um, this isn't really a match per se, but when Maven threw the Undertaker out at the Royal Rumble. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very good. Very good answer. And the, and the crowd goes ape shit. Yeah, and then he gets his ass beat mm-hmm. all the way around <laughs> yeah. the arena. It's all about moments, man. It's all yeah. about moments. Does that be long and then, time? Uh, here's one nobody thought about when Santino beat Umaga. Oh, yes. true. Yeah, I see that, title. Is, that's a, that is a damn good one. Man, Santino that's. Santino beat Umaga, baby. That is a good one, too. And that yeah. crowd went fucking ape shit. <laughs> you know? That is a good one. That is crazy. What about you guys, all the listeners? Which one of your favorite? Most upsetting matches. Hit us up on Twitter at Kickout Crew. On Twitter, there's one more. There is from one NXT. more. When Leon Ruff beat Johnny Gargano, and he's holding, he has the, the belt list. around his waist, and he hits the floor because he's so skinny. You're that right. was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. When zombies <laughs> ate the Miz. But what about like when they were trying like there's other instances where they're trying to make someone big and they haven't beat some make somebody that didn't make it. But so back then it was uh, okay, but na- Fandango, Fandango beating Chris Jericho. Oh, there we go. Oh yeah, is it when he first come up to Raw? Yeah. It, they, yeah. They, they talk about that like that's one of the biggest upsets in history cuz he didn't I'm not saying he he's a he's a good wrestler and I, I liked him at, with uh Tyler Breeze and stuff and now he's but he wasn't at Chris Jericho's level, you know. No. Yeah, but I think he really didn't get pushed. And from what he was saying, I like I heard an interview was because uh, Vince McMahon didn't like the character. It's a like, weird gimmick. It is. It was weird. And that, that's just that's crazy to me. How just because the character you don't get put over. I mean, I did like the Fashion Police. What about saying now? Look at Dalton Castle. Like, yeah, it's people time, accept though. that you know gimmick. I was definitely uh, like, what in the fuck is this? <laughs> First time I saw it. But I, I kind of get it now, you know. <laughs> what in the fuck is this? <laughs> for, oh, for real. When I was watching, I, I think I don't remember what promotion. I don't know if it was AEW, another one. And he fucking comes out and like does that spread wing thing, and he's got the dudes with him and all this stuff. And I was legit like, yep. what in the fuck is That's this? That's the peacock. Spread yeah. <laughs> and then like the the dudes in like bird suits or whatever, like bird tutus coming out. Yeah. That was a little shocking at the very first time yeah, I saw it's it. It's different. It's different. <laughs> it's a different time, man. It's a different time. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Would you say the 
Kevin Nash, Goldberg match? What do you want? I mean, we I, had. I don't know. I think he was due to lose, and and I think Kevin Nash <laughs> Mike just star. Mike just no. loves talking about Goldberg taking the L. <laughs> you, you, can't, I, um, you can't forget about DDP and Macho Man. No, well, go, Macho Man believed Macho Man believed in DDP the way Razor Ramon believed in the kid. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. How it all just. He owes he he gives him a lot of he gives him all his, all the credit. Mm-hmm. I love listening to him talk about that. Macho Man was more giving than people give him credit for. If you think about WrestleMania three, he just loves the way the match went. He didn't care that he lost. <laughs> he just loves the match. He knew we could lose. You know, like uh, yeah, whatever. Is Ricky, Ricky, uh, Ricky. He's uh, we got him, Ricky. We got him. You know, like <laughs> worst Macho Man impression ever, by the way. But uh, <laughs> just saying. Anyway, back to you, James. Fucking a. Well. You know, that was uh, match number one, and I can't believe that the kid beat Razor. <laughs> but, hey, you know, going to scoot it on over to uh, Adam. So, Adam, give the people what they want. I, I'll keep it short and sweet, and I won't go deep into detail. Thank but, you. But James knows, you mentioned this a while back, about the whole what what people put on certain cans and whatnot. If all I had to worry about is crap like that, I'd have it made. I mean, because crap I'm going through right now with the transmission in the one truck and then a gas leak in the other truck, I got more important crap to be worrying about than what comes on a can that I'm drinking out of or what comes on a cup, what comes on a box. So, man, just I don't understand why people's making this a big deal. It's all over TikTok, and it's ridiculous. I mean, I wish that was the only thing I had to worry about. What come on my Dr. Pepper can or what come on <laughs> uh, whatever can. A nitro Pepsi can? Oh, Lord. I Here mean, if that's the only thing I had to worry about, I, I would be wonderful. Well, and like, ridiculous. take that hate that you like, take all this anger and all this stuff and do something like, like, switch, switch to the positive. Because yeah, if you care this much about something positive, you could really change things. But all you want to do is just take all this anger and bitch about a can. Like use that, that same can energy. Did not taste the ta- didn't change the taste of that beer. I promise you it didn't. Well, it's just like I, dedicate your that energy to something positive. Like if yeah. you're if you're that offended by something, then fucking, you know, like why I guess I'm just saying, like, why concentrate on like you're so pissed off? Like that's the most uh into uh whatever that word is, like that's the most dedicated to one topic that they've been on, but you ignore like all this other shit that you could apply positivity to. Exactly. And you just ignore that shit. But God dang it, <laughs> this can like piss me off. I'm gonna go pick it. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's so you don't silly. like it. Pour in a glass and drink it. My God. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And here's here's what I think is funny on that one, because I seen I seen a video where somebody bought. I mean, it was like 200 cases of Bud Light. And they took one of those big rolling trucks and was running, running it over, like squishing it. But all you but, did was give your you know money what? to Anheuser-Busch. Exactly. You paid for that. that money. You paid and as for a proud it. partner with Anheuser-Busch products, I greatly support people buying you know, their products, especially the cold, refreshing taste like, of natural You know what's going to show them beer drinkers? We're going to buy all of it and give them all of our money and then do bad stuff with it. It doesn't matter. You spent yeah. your money on it. They don't know what they want, no matter what. It's like when people would burn records back in the '60s, you know, and like be like, the whole Nike all Nike that shit. <laughs> like they, they get the want. money; they don't give a fuck if you burn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's ridiculous, man. You know, use that energy towards something else, just like James said. Exactly. There's, there's more important stuff because 
if you waste your time on stuff like that, that's something you'll never get back. Your time is the number one thing you'll never get back in your life. So use it wisely and use it towards something that makes a difference and makes a damn. It just blows my mind. People just wasting their time. Oh, this is what I think. This is what I believe. Who cares what you you believe? You believe it and shut up and let them believe what they want to believe in. You shut up. I agree. I mean, my God, man, let people be. I mean, it's 2023. Let them be. I had five of those beers this week, and they they tasted good. They taste the same? (laughs) Yeah. My God. I give a fuck less. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Like, if you're that fucking dedicated to one thing, why aren't you dedicated? I feel like they can. Absolutely ridiculous. Why aren't you that dedicated to, like, ending world hunger and, you know, curing diseases and shit? Like, you know? You know what? We need to band together about this can. Like, fuck off. <laughs> buy the bottle or something. Shit. They make koozies and sleeves for a reason, too. Right? It's, it's, it's just, I wish that's all I had to worry about. What, what comes on my can I drink out of. I wish my life. I wish I just fucking heel click, like, you know, jump up, heel click, and fucking skip, skip to Malou during my whole day. That that was the only thing I had going on, you know, like. Life is so perfect. <laughs> I, understand, I understand everybody has their beliefs and the way they're raised or whatever, but I mean, you know, it, there, there's no sense in that. Show I mean, me, show me where that can hurt you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I Those see shit. I hate every day. Like, show me where that can hurt you. Jeez, man, I'm just let people be, man. I mean, we've come a long way, and even though I was raised in the South, I was raised one way, and when I got old enough to to view things my own way. I changed everything because I went to a school where it was just my type of people only. Heard that. And then when I was old enough to decide on my own, I was like, wow, I I was just, my whole raising has just been bad. My whole wiring has been bad. So it, it, being raised in the South, it'll bite you in the ass if you let it. But, you know, some some of of my, my best friends in the world don't don't think the same way I do. Doesn't mean I can't get along with them, and does that doesn't mean we can't be friends or be best friends. I agree. I agree with that. Around you know, election time, good God, people yeah, are like because I don't people like are making life decisions like. and cutting people out just because of like election time. You know what I'm saying? You, know like, what? you like the other guy, James? I'm not talking to you no more because you like the other so guy. It's so strange. Yeah, fuck all that. Spoiler: They're both fucking all of us. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're we are literally in this together, <laughs> not them. Like we, the peasants, are in this man. together. <laughs> I didn't mean to get on a rant about. The, uh, that was good. I try to keep it low. You know, I don't want to get all in the woods about it, but I just oh, wish that's all man. I had to. I wish that was all I had to worry about. Really? Yeah, right. It'd be nice. You know what else is nice? That was good shit, Adam. But you know what else is nice, Mike. Bringing that thunder, so Mike, uh, what you got? Well, I don't know what I got, Tay, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, today I went and my daughter had her first little kindergarten music recital. Got me thinking because I was like, you know what? It seemed like just yesterday, my oldest son, I was here in the same seat, same building, same school. They were doing the same thing. I'm like, it seemed like it was just yesterday. And here it was nine years ago that he was doing it. Dang. You know, seemed like just yesterday, you know, my daughter, I was just changing her diapers and everything else. And they are, you know, going to school and 
just getting all grown up, you know, uh, my daughter, she really ain't growing, but she's getting all grown up. <laughs> I mean, poor kid. But, um, you know, it's just always remember the damn, the good memories. Always, you know, bring those memories in. Make memories with your kids. All, like you ones, you know, I'm Brad, you got your older ones. Adam, you got your older ones. Devin, James, that day's coming. Uh, Devin. <laughs> Devin, that day's coming. Someday. <laughs> always, always remember the little things. The little things come and they come back to you, man. I I, I ain't gonna lie, I had to tear my eye just seeing her walk up on stage and just acting like a big girl, just sitting there singing. And uh definitely a heartwarming moment. Very nice. Very nice. It is. He's just sitting there in the same place. Seems, oh, man. And sometimes, yeah. I mean, I call my kid, like, they're going to the same schools, and they got the same teachers. And, you know, we went to one a couple weeks ago, and my son was with us. And, you know, one of those teachers there, and she's like, man, William, you just, I can't believe it. Like, how just, how things are. And it's crazy. You know, my kids, are, my daughter's going to have the same teachers as my son and so forth. And it just, it means a lot, like. Just seeing those memories. My first time was with my son. I'm going through it with one daughter. I'm about to go through it with another daughter. And it's those memories. It's like deja vu. And I heard you have yeah. one on the way. <laughs> no, we don't have one. I got no, I got two young ones. I got kindergarten and pre K. So congrats, Mike. No more after that. <laughs> I'm done. You're talking about this, and the only thing I can think in my head is like, I wonder if those teachers are like, there's another one? Damn it. Like there's another hi Mike. How are you doing? Good to see yeah. you again. God. <laughs> no. Actually, and I will brag a little bit. So these ones that are getting my first daughter that had my son, my son was perfect in school. Never got in trouble, never did nothing. My middle one, she's good. She's real good. Everybody loves it so far. Now my youngest one. <laughs> Watch the fuck out. I'm just telling you, watch the fuck say, out. Man. She's first year in school, and she's not been sent to principal's office more than my son that's in eighth grade. You so, saving bail money, bro. <laughs> you might as well start saving. Watch out. So they're going to say, oh, cool. We got her. Oh, yep. We got this one. Cool. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's what it's going to be like. So nice. Let's, let's have fun with this one. So Awesome, Mike. That's good shit, man. Thank you. Well, I'll be damned. I hope they have the time of their life. Yeah. All right, James. See you for the first time, all right? I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Is this another turning point? Just uh, read what's next. Uh, Yeah. Spirit of the second season. So there's another turning point. Sometimes there happens to be a fork stuck in the road. And Tom grabs you by the head and rips you through the chode. You know? Yeah. But, uh, so here we are, the second season, huh? What a time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have five days. You have two days to change this at any time. Oh, man, I'm good. I'm good on the uh, the fly. And I read it, and I was like, like, okay, cool. I can just be some sentimental, you know, some stuff. Uh, Season one, growing pain. Season two, obviously, uh, we're still going to evolve and still get better. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, your show shit tends to be kind of our motto. I want to see more independent stars. 
that's those are cool. We have uh, we have some stuff planned next week for sure. But I think season two is going to be, uh, you know, a really good, uh, a really good go getter. And I'm kind of excited for the things to come. I know June's going to be a fun time. Sans Devin because he hates us, but June's going to be a fun time. We'll probably zoom with him. You know what? You should do. You should zoom because we're all going to be like a group, and it'll just be Devin like in fucking New York, you know, hanging and banging. I guess with everyone that can't make it. <laughs> True. But I don't know. The spirit of the second season, I think, is going to be a good one. I think it's going to be our best. Huh? Because we've only had one. (laughs) So (laughs) the bar ain't that high to compare it to. But I don't know. Uh, I like bringing it. It is. uh, We talked about it a lot last week. And everybody kind of mentioned it. But it is a good escape for all of us personally. It's a good escape for me. It's a good escape for our fans. You know, listening, having fun. And that's... uh, we're going to keep that. We're not going to sell out because Lord knows we have no sponsors. <laughs> so we're not uh, anywhere near selling out. And it's kind of cool to be, I take a lot of pride in being like just us and, you know, like your show because you're part of it too. Like getting ranked. It just blows my mind. Like us. I'm like, look at us. <laughs> like that Paul Rudd thing. And I'm like, look at us, huh? Look at us. Yeah. People give a shit. It means that we're connecting with our audience and like, we're connected with each other. It's just five friends hanging out. Whenever you need a friend, you got five of them right here. You know, so all day, yeah. every day. Second season. And we're in the time zone, so you can call us anytime. <laughs> That's true. In this second season, we're gonna be like probably the same, maybe change for the better, obviously, as people get older, but we're gonna stay the same. Like we ain't selling out, and we're gonna keep bringing you good shit and uh you know, pay attention to these wrestlers that we have on because they're good people and they're uh, hella talents. And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna attack this second season fucking hard, and we're gonna still be the same fucking dudes you know. That's all I got. You're literally gonna party with Stunt tomorrow. And that is very true. Uh, as this episode airs, I could be a tag team champion, <laughs> and uh, just got done partying with Stunt. You may see you may see me just die like a <laughs> streak of my hair blonde or something. But yeah. And I didn't even know this yeah. fool. This is good brother. I didn't even know this good brother like two weeks ago. <laughs> and now, right. like, I'm about to party with him in uh, Jacksonville. So, hey, man, like, look at us, huh? <laughs> you know, fucking yeah. look at us. We're all, just people. We're all just people. Party Everybody likes to hang out, you know? We like to hang out. They like to hang out. We're all people. <laughs> Real. And that awesome. is the spirit of the second season. Let's freaking do it, man. Let's do it. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to see where we go being the same motherfuckers, you know? Like, we ain't selling out, and we're just going to be, look at these, look at those guys. And then it's your show. So you can be like, hey, my show, look at my show doing this. Like, look at those are my dudes, you know? I don't know. It's just kind of cool. Like, it's it's cool. We're yeah. not going to do, we're not going to do suit and tie bullshit. Like, it's, well, it's maybe us. here and there. <laughs> well, let's say uh, we should do some like premiere. <laughs> I, got one, I got one suit. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I have one suit that fits. I have a tuxedo t shirt I could probably wear. <laughs> you know what? I actually have a tuxedo because it was cheaper to buy it than rent it. So I bought it. Here's a fun <laughs> story. Stupid expensive, and I'm going to have the it couple, for one day. I moved to Florida with the couple. They got married like before we moved here. And, uh, <laughs> I was the uh, ring bearer at this wedding. This is a military uh, daughter 
and a military son marrying each other. And I'm the ring bearer, you know, as a 30, I was like 33 at the time, 33 year old man ring bearer. And they're like, Hey dude, you should get a tuxedo t-shirt. And he bought me the tuxedo t-shirt to wear for their wedding. So like I said, these are military kids, military parents, you know, we go to their wedding and I'm in a fucking tuxedo t-shirt and they are dressed like to the nines. <laughs> and I am in a tuxedo t-shirt and fucking cargo shorts. This is a story, and bro. <laughs> I am getting some great looks. <laughs> I am the talk of the town, as they would say. And I went to the groom and I was like, dude, you have to tell them like, this is a joke. Like you have to, like, I'm, I'm about to get kicked out. <laughs> like you have to tell them this is a joke. Like, please. Oh, so good. So he did. He was like, hey, you know, like, this is like, you know, we just had James like do this as a ha ha funny, you know, blah, blah. And then, then they finally came around. But it was a long and lonely time <laughs> in the pre hours of that wedding, like being at oh the my venue, God, like, that is so good. You have to tell these people this is a joke. Because, you know, fantastic story, James. That, where'd <laughs> no, that come from, crazy. right? <laughs> just sometimes you just start like, ranting. I get I'm it. About to get killed. <laughs> I should have done that for my sister's wedding. <laughs> Shout out. You, you with them last week, Mike. You guys know where the, ex, the exit button is, right? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that today and I was <laughs> like, get the fuck out. Is that what as long as last week's episode was, there is some fucking gold in there, dude. There really is. That was so good. It was the politest way to say get out I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> hey James, don't you have them? That's <laughs> oh, good shit. Yeah, they did. Right. What are we doing? Well, I guess uh, we're gonna let the good oh, times cool. roll. Le bon temps roulet, as our occasion yeah. friend would say. Shout out Lash. But uh, we're gonna keep the good times rolling with, uh, you know, <clears throat> we're gonna whip around to match number two because what is match number two? The Hurricane versus The Rock. It took place on WWE Monday Night Raw from March 10th, 2003. Where? Oh, it was at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It had an attendance of, couldn't find it, but it had a match length of nine and a half minutes. But hey, that's- yeah, a, I, I know how many people there was there. I know how many people was there. There was 16,000. Because Stone Cold said to The Rock before this, there's 16,000 people saying that The Rock sucks. Just so you know. It had an attendance of 16,000. <laughs> <laughs> but that's enough of that part. Devin, how did we get there? All right. So, Hollywood Rock returned to the WWE in 2003. And... He was wanting a match at WrestleMania. So Eric Bischoff put him in the Battle Royal to see who was going to become the number one contender to face Triple H at WrestleMania. Before that match started, Hurricane was shown in the Rock's dressing room. The Rock was looking for his guitar, opened up a blind, and the Hurricane was just sitting there staring at him in his locker room. The Rock was all distracted, and like they had a couple lines back and forth. Well... The Hurricane would say that he was going to eliminate The Rock in that Battle Royal. Come main event time, The Rock actually ends up being the one to throw the Hurricane over the top rope. That's... Later, though, Booker T would end up throwing The Rock over the top rope 
and winning the match, having the title match against Triple H. Well, the next week uh, on Raw, the Hurricane and the Rock were backstage chipping at each other again, cutting, uh, you know, another fun promo. And then the Hurricane says that the five-time, 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 five-time world heavyweight champion threw the Scorpion King right over the rope. Said the Scorpion King has a tiny ding-a-ling. Very good, Devin. Then so you, the next um... week on Raw. Oh, <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> yeah, Brad. What the <laughs> hell? Sorry, man. I thought you were done. It's a long build. Well, the 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 third week this night of Raw, the show starts with Eric Bischoff saying that The Rock is going to face Booker T in a rematch. Whoever wins is facing Triple H for the title. But the week before, Stone Cold came back and said that he was going to face The Rock as long as The Rock wants to go one more time at WrestleMania. So the only thing on The Rock's mind is facing Stone Cold Steve Austin. So he doesn't care about this match with Booker T. Eric Bischoff says, all right, we have a lot of sponsors, though, so you have to find yourself an opponent for this for tonight because you still have to fight. So he, he's got someone on his mind. A little bit later in the show, in a backstage promo, the Hurricane comes into The Rock's locker room. And The Rock says, get ready, because this is going to be the biggest match of your life. It's going to be no holds barred. All superpowers count. Yep. And the Hurricane goes one-on-one with the Scorpion King. Excellent. Excellent job. That's the biggest that? match of your life, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I love this feud. It is great. <laughs> Hurricane was one of my favorites when I was little. So and this is probably one of the big reasons why this match here do you think he should have been bigger than what he did like, yeah oh for sure who, who puts him over all the time is it matt hardy it's matt hardy well does. you know hardy you know he hardy tells him you know he's an old man and all this shit yeah like you're that. older yeah he's one of those Cameron boys <laughs> the senior citizen like he always says that shit all right so we have the rock entrance here devin very different didn't you think Oh yeah, this is Hollywood rock. Did you he like the Hollywood sing along? Did you like that sing along? Oh, and he was playing the guitar and the whole getting the whole crowd amped up and stuff. It was great. It was it was entertaining. The rock's always entertaining whenever a mic's in his hand. So I had a question for Adam. I don't think he's with us right now. That's okay. That, uh, I... When the Rock did that thing in Sacramento, awesome with the Lakers awesome. reference. Sick. Stone Cold interrupted it at the end. So, James, who are the announcers? Well, I'm glad you asked, Brad, because, I mean, who better than Jerry the King Lawler and Jim Ross? Excellent. Mike, does this match have a weird feel to it to you? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's just like, it seems like something that was just thrown in there. You know, I mean, I mean, like, you know, Devin was explaining the feud, which I didn't know all that when I watched it this past week. But, um, yeah, it seems like just something that was thrown together. Like, why? Why not? Here you go. Here's somebody for The Rock to be out there. And, you know, you know, Rock's getting ready to uh, wrestle Stone Cold at WrestleMania. So be a quick, easy win for him is what you're thinking. Adam, do you are you a Hurricane fan? I'm more of a Super Shane fan than the Hurricane. But I thought Hurricane was very – he was very good. I mean, he was real funny. 
Yeah. Now so before we shot Shane WCW. Yeah, so I'm, I appreciate you bringing that up for the people at home. We do they do play other characters, <laughs> but yeah, what? For sure. Yeah, it happens here and there. Sometimes I do. Who knows? I, I rumor has it Pyro was on before he was even on. <laughs> I heard you go about BJ in some form or another. Oh, hey oh. <laughs> so we have a flurry, <laughs> guys. You have a flurry by Hurricane. Hurricane going after the Rock on the outside. Samoan drop by the Rock. So Adam, can the Rock? He's acting pretty heelish here. Can The Rock ever really be a heel? Oh, yeah. If he comes out arrogant like he did for the Hollywood, because that music is my favorite rock music. He comes out like he sold out. He's the Scorpion King. You know, he's better than everybody. Hell, yeah, he can be a heel. Yeah. He's an arrogant prick when he wants to be. Go ahead, Doug James. WrestleMania 15, the build to all of that with the, like, because remember, he was heel. Then uh, everybody started chanting this shit, and then he'd be like, you know. And then when he uh, did that double turn and, like, uh, joined with forces with McMahon at Survivor Series, I think it was, like, what, 98? And then before him and Austin fought WrestleMania 15? I mean, come on, man. Like, he was an ultimo heel in my book then. Granted, I love Stone Cold, but, yeah, he he joined with McMahon. And that's a beer bath? Like, all that stuff. When he's come out with those fancy shirts and everything. Yeah, but that's a long time ago. That's a long time before this. I, I know he yeah, was still. here. It's five years. That's a lot. He was over. He was. It is, but I think well, that was one he of did my go hella baby face after that. I will give you that. Very cause... baby face. And it was not, and it was not, not on purpose. Yeah. I, I think the fans willed it. Just kind of like Seth Rollins now almost. Something mm. changed. The fans changed. just wouldn't let him be a heel. Yeah, I think I, I think that's one of my favorite versions of Rock when he came out and you know he just had that little throwover shirt and you know it'd be all fancy or the corporate, you know, the corporate elbow and all that stuff like he was a huge yeah. No, that yeah. definitely then, definitely then when he when he lost to Mick Foley, definitely. Yep. Right, right before the announcing, do the announcing. You know that stuff mm-hmm. was freaking great. Um, Devin, what kind of superpowers does a hurricane have? He's got her powers, biatch. <laughs> said that in a promo earlier in the show shout out devin uh, <laughs> so the rock puts the, hur- the hurricane cape on james but zero reaction from that crowd why do you think that is they had a little like i mean it wasn't crazy but i, I well he put it on and i think when he jumped and did that i think that's when they kind of like popped a little bit well um i was talking to one guy that used to work in the back at the time and he said they had the mic turned down in the crowd. That's why you really? do The opposite there, of what they do now. The yeah. opposite. Sean Ross Whitaker on the scene. Freaking huh? guy, huh? My sources told me. <laughs> who who are you talking about? Brian Ramza? Sorensen. <laughs> sources was negative four here, wasn't he? Oh, no. Yeah. Not quite. Probably. Clothesline by The Rock. Mocking Hurricane. There's some booze from the crowd. Suplex yeah. by The Rock, kick out at. Do you have something there, Devin? Or are you just raising your hand for no reason? He's animated. He was. He was, he was I was booing. booing with the just crowd. Just making sure. Just making sure. Suplex by The Rock, kick out at two. Mike, what's your, what's your favorite? What the fuck did I write here? <laughs> what's your favorite hurricane match? Uh, this one. <laughs> I knew you were. That's why I wrote it. But I almost couldn't read the word hurricane. I must have been in a hurry. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, say it, James. Professional. Hey, you know what? You've already said it. <laughs> rock, <laughs> rock choking Hurricane on the ropes. Rock punishing Hurricane. 
Brock jogging around the ring. Devin, do you find his antics similar to Razor in this match a little bit? In the last oh, match yeah. you watched? That arrogance, that not taking his opponent seriously, proving that he's a bigger star than the guys across the ring from him. He can still do runs. He can do push-ups. He can do all this stuff and not give a single fuck because the other guy's laying in the middle of the ring. Very similar to like just the the, the, the arrogance that I don't care that I'm going to win this. I, I love, yeah, I love squash, that. Squash match. And that is not on purpose that we <laughs> did that, but it was similar. That's all. So headlock by The Rock, long rest spot here, Adam, on the mat. Are they just killing time? Because I'm talking like two minutes. Why is yeah, that? He's, he's probably calming Hurricane down. This is probably one of his first uh, main events. So, and then you're in there with The Rock, too. I mean, you know he's calling the match. So he's probably just calming him down, saying, hey, this is what we got going on. And I love you, kid. I'm about to take your cape, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to do a cape spot. Give me your cape. <laughs> So, Devin, is this your favorite version of The Rock? Uh, yeah, honestly, it, it probably is. Because this yeah, era was the era that I was growing up with. Like, this I is guess. my most memory of it. And uh, that arrogance of, like, stealing the cape, like you just talked about. Uh, his match against Stone Cold Steve Austin, he steals his jacket, too. So, I think maybe that's just best. part of the arrogance. Douche. This era. The best. So, Hurricane yeah, lands right. on Sorry. his feet. Asshole. Hurricane lands on his feet from apparent back body drop by The Rock into a neck breaker. Hurricane and Rock slugging it out. Shining Wizard by Hurricane. Yeah, mm. I got it. <laughs> Cross body. Season the two, baby. Yeah. yeah, that's why I like. That's why I like Excalibur. He says the moves, and I can write them down. <laughs> Cross body by Hurricane. Rock out at two. James, how's Jim Ross doing here? Oh uh, well. I think uh, the the banter between the two, uh, you know, Jerry and Jim, because it's kind of like they they are calling the match, but they're Jerry is kind of like you know he keeps plugging Stone Cold WrestleMania stuff, which I get. Obviously, there's a directive there, but Jr. is trying to call like the match, and he's given shades of respect to Hurricane, uh, but he's definitely putting Rock over, you know. But I think it's it's part of that like. The psyche of it like oh rocks gonna squash this dude it's kind of like a a go home mania thing or whatever like you know, all that stuff well jr kind of no sells it when he comes out basically saying this is going to be a, a disaster yeah i'm telling you it's not even worth watching almost which is you know all of a sudden all of a sudden now you have to watch because of that but uh ddt by the rock jumps up like onto his feet mike does it seem like the rocks like yeah is he having fun here oh yeah of course because he thinks he has everything under control I love it. I just, I love that part. Rock bottom blocked. Hurricane going for a choke slam. Crowd starting to believe. Now, I felt at this point in the match, it was kind of like that Action Jackson moment. Did I say that right? Action Mike Jackson. Yep. That's not what I meant. Action Action Andretti. Action Andretti. Thank you. (laughs) I knew I, listen, at least admittedly, I knew I was wrong. But the Action Andretti (laughs) moment where you're like, why is this match still happening? I was going to go with him. Yeah. Low blowish kick by Hurricane. And then the announcers say it's no DQ. I can't remember if it was JR or the King. First time I heard that, I didn't know it was no DQ up until that moment. So I that but apparently it was. Devin, did did they win over the fans at this point with that low blow? It was advertised no DQ. That way they could use superpowers. Ah. Oh, that's ah. true, because he was like, bring whatever superpower you want or whatever. <laughs> 
Which was were you in thinking, the build. Devin, that the fans were starting to believe? Uh, yeah, I feel like they kept getting hyped up when the hurricane was getting uh, his little comebacks there. So definitely when the low blow happened, they got a little like, oh, wait a minute here. Like, here's the opportunity. Adam, are you still there? Yeah, but see, even at that point, I don't think it was, you know, Hurricane's going to win. Even there, like, you know, that was a good move from Hurricane. He got, got his way over, but at that point, I still didn't think he was going to win. No. Punches by Hurricane, spine buster by The Rock, people's elbow interrupted by glass shattering. Yeah. James, was this your spot That's- or what? That's when I knew Hurricane was going to win. <laughs> James, what'd you think? Oh, well, you gotta. What I think was okay, Stone Cold's going to come in here, and then it's going to be the, you know, either he's going to like stun the rock and then, you know, throw Hurricane on top, you know, some shit like that. But you know, of course, this was just hype and mania, baby. And that's yeah. that, that glass shattered, dude. That's, I think it will be forever iconic. So you have the roll-up by Hurricane off the distraction into the one, two, three. Boom. Shocker. And who counted that three? Who was the referee? Who was the referee, Devin? And is it weird that he's left-handed? Yeah, honestly, it was Nick Patrick (laughs) from uh, WCW fame. Another F-free show referee mailbag. I thought it's super odd. Like, it's, it's weird. Seeing a left-handed referee, most of the time they're always. It's weird seeing right one hand. that's fucking six foot eight. True, I mean, he's tall as shit. <laughs> so Austin and Rock staring each other down. Mike, I I gotta ask, and I don't mean to be negative, but did this moment, the staring, the crowd, the wind, did everything seem less than to you? No, I mean it. It's part of the build. I mean they gotta sit there and they, they have to do a stare down. It's Austin and Rock. I don't, Dude, but I, do you disagree? Do you, you decide it was a moment, a good moment? I mean, it wasn't the greatest moment, but it was a moment. I mean, I can't, you can't put nothing negative on it. I can't say, like I said, I, I can't put it, it was the greatest thing they did. But I mean, those two, if they got in the ring right now and stared each other down, it would be something. Right. I think it always, it always will be. The, uh, if they would have, like, when the roll-up happened, if they would have cut Stone Cold's music and then you can get Nick Patrick doing the three count, I think it would have, you know, sunk in more. Because if when you watch it, Stone Cold's music's still playing, the lights are still flashing and stuff. You don't really realize, you can't even hear the three, like, slaps on the mat when uh, Nick Patrick does it. It's just kind of like, oh, shit, the match is over. I'm watching Stone Cold over here. <laughs> you know, like, you're not even paying attention to the match. So I think if they would, when the roll up happens, if you cut Stone Cold's music, and then everybody's like, oh, and then go back to the ring, like, oh shit, he beat him. And then go back to Stone Cold. I think it would have been a lot better. Did this do anything for him, for, for Hurricane? No. It should have, though. Shouldn't it have? <laughs> it should have. Yes, it should have. Should have brought That's him up. I mean, we're talking about one of the biggest upsets in history here. What do you yeah. get out of it? Everybody still talks about it, but. Yeah, but what was the payoff for Hurricane? Yes, nothing happened. I don't know. I I don't know. This fell flat for me. I'm not gonna lie. This fell flat for me. I I did not. And he runs right past Stone Cold. You know. Um, I I think it had a lot to do with the character. 
I mean, he was a gimmick character. Just, and that's what he was. Where was this at again, uh, James? The Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. Is Cleveland known to have great crowds? I'm just saying, like, Pittsburgh's a weird crowd, they always I say. I think so. Um, I, like, I, I mean, thought, hell, they, they have a terrible football team, so you figure they show out for anything else. Like, I bought Breaker's uh, <laughs> uh, entrance uh, the other night, or a week ago now, in Pittsburgh was less than. I, I just wonder sometimes if the crowd is just uh, not a crowd into she it. She was but... wearing a white suit. If you notice, Britt Baker, when she's, like, in Cleveland or Baltimore, that's division rivals of the Steelers, she's yeah. always in black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. But on that one, she came out in, like, a white, like, I think it's you to rep the black and yellow. They would have gone crazy because terrible. Well, towels guess were... what? Jimmy Hader was terrible. Towels were everywhere. You know. Yeah, and Jimmy Hader was wearing the black and gold, so that was that was funny. Oh, uh, by the way, she called him Austin in the ring. She called him Austin in the ring from last week's episode. Remember the whole Adam Austin thing? She's yelling Austin in the ring. Enough already. His name's Adam in the ring. <laughs> Drives me crazy. They damn we, reality you know, TV shows you know, don't Randy. need to intertwine with wrestling. We couldn't call him Adam. Damn it. Anyway, question for I, Brian I hate, here. Yeah. What's wrong? I don't know. I'm just I'm 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 being nitpicky. They're both scripted and just let it be. Yeah, I hear you. I uh, so Brian Haremza says, I thought the rock and hurricane had amazing chemistry. Their backstage segments were gold. Do you think they could have had a long-term rivalry? Was this the a better as a one-off? And we kind of touched on this that it was a one-off. Yeah. Uh, I don't know enough about it. I'm not gonna lie, Brian. I they did have good chemistry. I thought the selling was pretty good yeah. with the rock, but their backstage stuff was pretty epic. Like hilarious. Character, yeah, can that character ever be everything? No. No, not Nikki the Ash. Is, it's kind of a well, it's better than Nikki Ash. I'm not gonna desecrate the hurricane like that, but in reality, it's kind of one of those Nikki Ash things, you know. Yeah, how about the, the hurricane? I don't think the hurricane could ever got over that big. But Shane Helms, I think he could have. Yeah, exactly. I feel like Shane Helms made so much more with the Hurricane than it really should have ever been. Probably. It was just a yeah, superhero. Like he and won the Lake the Reincarnation. The Cruiserweight. He he brought Rosie as a superhero in training. He had Molly Holly with him Molly at one point. Holly. There was so much True. more than, like, uh, when he was doing the interviews backstage. And then was Those like, are the hmm. best. We need a superhero. And he was definitely a fan favorite, like, a lot. And for those of you at home that don't know who Rosie is, that is Roman Reigns. He, he died now. Roman Reigns' brother. <laughs> like, yeah. made him a superhero. A very interesting stuff. But um, <laughs> anyway, he turned a that. thug Samoan into a superhero. Can we see Roman Reigns? I, I would have loved to see Roman Reigns in an old gimmick with, like, a mask on with a cape. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. Right anybody... now, dude. Right now, thousand days champion. And he's just like, <laughs> go from three. He made fun, of, he made fun of Stardust. Somebody should have made fun of his old gimmicks, right? Oh god, that'd be so classic. That's yeah. a Sammy Uso shouldn't have been an honorable Uso. He should have been an Uso in training, <laughs> like the superhero <laughs> in training. Uso in training. Anyway, that's it. I appreciate you guys. Uh, it was fun going into a couple matches where the guy shouldn't have won one. And uh, back to you, James. Listener questions? I guess we're the, that's all. Oh, I, I did it. I did the Brian Haremza one. That was the only one for gotcha. this one. And we did the, we did two other ones for the other one. So we had some. Well, uh, we can yeah. FM Keys. We, we, we can pivot. We can pivot. Oh, well, then, uh, Brad, I guess we're going right back to you. All right. <laughs> 
What do I got? One of our most popular segments, so we might as well do it on season two. Yeah, I uh, wanted to start this season off on FMK. Again, I'm not going to do it when we have guests on uh, that are wrestler wrestlers and stuff like that. And hey, we I'm should do an FMK to... with eight motherfuckers, so it takes 45 minutes. Man, I'll tell you. But I think it worked <laughs> out perfectly that way because it was that special show with it our was. our uh, everybody else's friend of the show, Amy. Everybody but me. And so, if you're Pyrus, put clothes on. And that was. <laughs> Like, Pyrus put your shirt back what, on. And what about the part of that where he said dude on the show? <laughs> he told us he was going to do it. Like, who told who? <laughs> that was another thing. <laughs> you didn't tell and, him. We, we, we reacted so good because I'm like, well, you told who what? Yeah, you know what like, I, I, does this look like a face of someone in the know? I know I'm bad about checking the email and stuff like that, but uh, I think I would have noticed like, hey, get naked on your show. <laughs> you know, like I think that would have came across. <laughs> Man. Probably flag for spam. Hey, so but it's this- he had a good time. Oh, you're damn right. So Shout out to Gallagher, a- too. He was on the FMK. That was fun. That's true. So, because of the theme, I, I did something that's similar ish. Okay. I did. <laughs> Can you believe you're fucking this? <laughs> like, yeah, I, woke really. up, I woke up a couple of uh, you know, Sunday mornings like, can you believe James fucked that? <laughs> I, so what this is, is can you believe this star is in this movie? Like, oh. so I have a real good star that's in like a shitty movie. So can you believe Robert Downey Jr. is in Johnny B. Good? Can you believe Tom Hanks is in Joe versus the Volcano? And can you believe Michael Keaton is in Jack Frost? So FMK, I went men first for some reason. That is a big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to season two, episode one. Right. So, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Hanks, Michael Keaton. Devin, what do you got? All right. So I'm marrying the first thing you said, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> He's the so, definition of the kickout crew. He's had so many life struggles and rehabbed himself, got to a beautiful place in his life now. That is and- very true. I think he's a handsome man with a bunch of money, so I'll marry him. He's Iron Man. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> badass. Leaving that one there. <laughs> leaving that one there. Yeah. Whatever. Tom Hanks? Uh, I'm going to have some fun with him. Why not? He's a he's a goofy fucker. We see him do a lot of roles. <laughs> Tom Hanks Hanks is a goofy fucker? He was at oh, one time. Your, your shit. Sorry. Ed, sorry, Michael Keaton. I'm just uh, not a big Batman fan. Oh, wow. my favorite Batman. Wow. What the hell did you just say? Oh, look wow. like Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Back again. This kid. Kid shit. All right, Mike. He's right. Batman. So, Batman. I am definitely marrying Robbie Downey Jr. Because he is Iron Man. He is the one that saved the universe. He even said himself, I am Iron Man. He's also in Johnny B. Good. Yeah, well, we're not talking about Johnny Bacon. I'm talking about Iron Man. I've never slept. Uh, so I'm going to marry him. And then we got Tom Hanks. There it is. And There's that look, look again, James. There's that look. He just uh, got FMK, baby. Mid FMK. It's all him. <laughs> Who's the other guy? Who's the third guy? Michael Keaton. Batman Michael Keaton. Michael oh, yeah, Keaton. Michael Keaton. Mr. Mom. Cool, Batman. Man. I mean, he is Batman, and Batman is loaded. But. He tries, to, <laughs> he tries to kill Spider-Man as the vulture. So 
You're going to get some I'm heat in the original kill, Batman. Kill Michael Keaton and just fuck Tom Hanks because, I mean, I'm, I'm going to fuck Tom Hanks. I'm not going to travel with Tom Hanks. Plain and simple. Anytime that motherfucker gets in an airplane or anything, there's bad news. Uh, fair. That's a fair point. When he's on a ship or an airplane, bad shit. That's true. Uh, that so don't travel with him. That was so, so elaborate. So elaborate. Get done with it. Okay. Michael Keaton, man. Sorry, man. He just ain't there for you. Adam, you're next, but I'm going to say this. You calling him the original Batman. I mean, you have to even go back to Adam West. Adam you? West, baby. Well, he's the original TV Batman. Oh, yeah, and that was a really stupid-ass show, man. There's a difference. There's a big difference. I am excited about the, the new Flash movie with him coming back as Batman. Yeah, and Adam, West, Adam West has not been alive for a while. He's coming back as the original Flash? No, he's coming back as Batman. <laughs> Just messing around. Adam, to you. Fuck you, Brad. Mike was playing check, or we were all playing checkers, and Mike was playing chess on his answers, traveling and all this stuff. I was like, "Damn, Mike, like this is good stuff." <laughs> Tom Hanks is a national treasure. Oh, I'm dude. just saying, airplanes, boats. He's he don't have no good luck. Okay, then you marry Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's pretty uh, good luck. You marry Tom Hanks. That is one of national treasure. And he's loaded. He's got a ton of money. Fuck you, Adam. Fuck you, Adam. Because that is one of my... You marry Tom Hanks. All right. And then you F Batman. Just so I can say I've F Batman. And then wrong with this not George Clooney. George Clooney, you can hang it up. It ain't happening. I don't want Val Kilmer either. If I'm not a superhero, I uh, like this dog. Can I pull on Amy? Can I pull on Amy? Because he no. made <laughs> pull on Amy last week. Except for Wardlow, Wardlow, Wardlow. That was great. She's <laughs> killing him too. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm marrying Tom Hanks, effing Batman, Michael Keaton. And I just don't want to part of Iron Man because he he's a smart ass and me and him would clash too much. I just don't need that in my life right now. Yeah, I heard that he uh, tells dad jokes all the time, too, on his own show. Yeah, his is worse <laughs> than mine, though. His, his is more like Boone Jones' speed. All right, James. Shout out. This is a tough one, actually, in all reality. Because once that Forrest Gump came in my mind, I was... <laughs> is that not one of the best movies ever? It really oh, is. God, I think that movie's good. I mean, bring I my ass backwards and everything. He fucked a girl one time, and that was it. That is it. Mm. Does that hit a nerve? Does everybody believe that? She didn't year? want him. Like she didn't want him, and then all of a sudden he gets like shrimp boating and all this stuff. And now, now guess who comes crawling all shrimp back? Boating. Fucking anybody, anybody get a paternity test on that? <laughs> he looked just like him. He acted like looked him. just like him. Haley Joel Osment looked just like Tom Hanks. <laughs> His daddy's name Forrest too. I saw what Jenny was doing around town. She she was whatever. And then that yeah. line where Forrest is like. Well, is he, is he, uh, uh, she's like, no, no, he's normal. Man, that guy's just tugging your heart trees. Like, he's asking I think I'm going to get some, I think I'm going to get some heat for that. <laughs> man, how, how, damn. Hmm. Anyway, James, go ahead. Got out Forrest Gump. <laughs> but, uh, fuck, this is kind of hard because I like Michael Keaton a bunch, so, but I don't want to fuck him or, 
This is a tough one for old Jamesy James because I don't want to answer. I mean, my fucking y'all are all like, oh, I'm fucking Iron Man. Here's the thing: if I'm fucking a superhero, they ain't got a prayer saving the world. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you straight up. I mean, he's if any superhero is fucking me, good luck. <laughs> you know, like that is not a fighter of our fucking freedom. <laughs> Sorry, just saying. Iron um, Man is a heartless piece of tin. So it's just like, I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm marrying Michael Keaton because he's a he's a, an about shit motherfucker. You know, like he's he gonna be about his shit. Uh, who are the other two? Robert Downey Jr. and who else? Tom Hanks, freaking Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks. <laughs> okay, I'm marrying Tom Hanks. Well, who we play? Uh, yeah, because you know it's Tom Hanks. Let's be real here. Uh, so now I'm fucking either Batman or Iron. Now I'm in fucking the superhero thing. <laughs> this sucks, dude. I hate this one. I guess I'm fucking Downey Jr. Because, you know, he's the, you know, whatever. And then, uh, I guess that means Michael Keaton. But I like Michael. This sucks, Brad. This game is bullshit. Yeah. I guess Michael Keaton, you know what? I'll let Michael Keaton go. I'm not going to kill him, though. Or, well, I guess I have to kill him. What the fuck? I hate this game. Uh, this one so, this one legit threw me into a portal that I'm not like, I don't know what to answer. I'll, I'm still I guess sure Michael Keaton's the one out. God, man, I, I, I'm like, still not sure I what I'm doing man. here. I'm still not sure because I, I'll t- all I know for sure is this. I'm not killing Tom Hanks. That's all I know so far. True. Um, I'm not killing Tom Hanks. No, no way. Now. I, I, I'm killing Robert Downey Jr. just because of the three people there. I probably like him the least. I and I'm not. And I, the thing is, I like him. Okay, I do like him. How about what? What was the one with him and Ben Stiller? And they were on the island. They were act, He was an actor. Oh, so freaking good. So I can't even think of it. But there's so many that's good cool. movies with him. In it. No, um, that's good. <laughs> Um, I mean, Tropic, 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 talking about the Tropic, other two actors, and you Tropic, go with Tom Hanks. Tropic, Tropic Thunder. He was in uh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as a dude. <laughs> that is the funniest shit ever. I mean, and anyway, but I'm killing. What him do anyway. you mean, I'm, you people? Hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry Tom Hanks. No, no, no. I'm gonna fuck Tom Hanks, and I'm going to. Marry Michael Keaton because he was Mr. Mom in the movie Mr. Mom and he knows how to take care of the house. And he can multiply himself. Huh? <laughs> I, that, mold, that multiply movie, I don't even know if I like it, but I've seen it a bunch. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> just, it was a snapshot into what's uh, what's foreshadowing our lives, so get ready. So Devin doesn't know what it is. It's multiplicity, Devin. He clones himself, and then the clones clone themselves. Oh, my goodness. It was and the bizarre. clones that clone themselves are way... Yeah, yeah. That's, so, that, that doesn't stand up to that. It's, a, it's uh, kind of a microcosm of where we're headed as a... You know how you make a copy of a copy, and it's not quite a good copy? That's what we're talking about. Was it yeah. like Stewie Griffin copy? And Devin. That yeah. that's your homework for this week. You got to watch that movie. Yeah, well, it's only like ninety minutes. You're good. All right. So, all right, let's do so let's, real quick, with all the superhero talk, I remembered a line from the match that we covered earlier. <laughs> that Jerry the King Lawler, he says, "The hurricane is such a whip, he couldn't even beat Aquaman." <laughs> I about popped when that died when he said that. But we're talking about superheroes. Yeah. Now there's like eight million women that are just like, 
What? Jason Momoa? <laughs> yeah, he is hot. Oh, look at you. Notice I wasn't on this list. Aquaman has the same superpowers as SpongeBob. <laughs> Absorbent and yellow and porous is he? <laughs> you remember when they had Aquaman and and uh, Family Guy, Devin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just was like, "Oh, you don't know, but these fish are getting really mad over here." <laughs> yeah. he's, like beat up on the beach, like or even worse, I think. But he's like, he couldn't get out of the water. <laughs> oh, that was funny shit. We all saw it, really. Yeah. Good. Uh, it's great. Go ahead. All right. Now we're gonna go to the ladies. All right. So we have movies here that weren't very good again. So this famous actress, good actress, is in this movie. Halle Berry in Ooh. her own hat woman. She but, showed up to the Razzies to accept a Mary and Mary. Mary, Mary. <laughs> oh, there we go, Mary. Amy. Mary. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Mary. Mary. Alicia Silverstone from Batman Forever. Halle Berry. Mary. Oh, fuck and you. We got Mary. Demi Moore from The Scarlet Letter. No, oh, kill. Fucking oh. Have you seen Striptease, Mike? I Yes, I have. Uh, okay, let's watch it again. From the Shake by the Bell. <laughs> what? Shake by the... Uh, like? Oh, yeah, you're no. right. So, no, that, that's a different yeah, one. So You're talking about Jesse and Saved by the Bell. I just want to oh, dance. I that wasn't called Striptease. That was called something else, wasn't it? That it was, was called uh, Showgirls, wasn't it? Showgirls. Rumor has it that that scene in the pool where she jumps on him and she just starts bucking wild and all that stuff. Oh, rumor wow, has dude. it it accidentally uh, whoop. <laughs> rumor has it while they were shooting that scene where because you know that waterfall deal, yeah. rumor has it they were acting that scene in a uh, homeboy uh. Got in there, huh? Rumor has it it went inside. That's all I'm saying, and they just kept going. Halle Berry, a monster's ball. He has said it. He has said it. Even the director was like, "Yeah, I was shooting a porno there for a second. <laughs> yeah, they've all said like, "Hey, just a- it accidentally uh, hoo-hawed. They made contact. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying." I'm aroused. So you mean um, she <laughs> and on his? I'm not. Oh, kick out crew. You never um, know what you're gonna get. Talk about cockamania. Hey, love. Kick out cruise like a box of chocolates. <laughs> what, what about Jesse in um, Any Given Sunday, too, as the hooker? Any Given Sunday is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, she's the hooker in that. And I like, I like yeah. her in that, too. Her ball is episode. a game of inches. Man, we, uh, all right. Let's, uh, anyway. Right, Devin, I, think, I think we all just lost. We added a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Mary. Uh, uh, Jesse. Go ahead, Devin. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to start by marrying Holly well, Berry. Did y'all notice Devin looked around the corner to make sure he said, went around? Yeah, yeah, for real. And then he that? said Holly Berry. <laughs> no, notice Holly. that, too. Holly. 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 Like a, he said, well, I think I'm going to. Uh... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna go here, Halle Berry. <laughs> All right, uh, Halle Berry. I'm just gonna, writing it out. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck Alicia Silverstone because I seen Clueless, and when I was younger, I watched Clueless, and since then she's yeah, been a crush. So it shows that you watched that movie. Paul Rudd's <laughs> in that movie. Yeah, looks the exact same that he does today. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I said he looked old. Everybody freaking gave me hell over it. Yeah. All right, so so you're killing Demi Moore? Yeah, process of elimination. I just uh, I don't want to, sh- you know, share the same hole that Ash and Kutcher did. Okay, that's where you draw the line. That is like, uh, that's a James quote right there, Devin. I'm I'm proud of you. All right, Mike. Go ahead. Right. Well, I'm definitely now. marrying Halle Berry because, <laughs> man, that girl is so fine. No matter what movie she's in. Yeah, so I'm marrying her. Um, I'm gonna fuck Demi Moore. Cause fuck Demi Moore. Yeah, why not? I mean, she ha- she has something in her. I mean, she, look who she got. And she can do it because Elisa Silverstone. I mean, including everything else was fire. You want this thunder table? It's funny you brought her up because I just read an article a couple days ago about her lifestyle, and that's just not my lifestyle. So, (laughs) there's mine. I'm sorry, Adam. Thank you. Thanks for paying attention, Brad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thunder pop me. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, all tip, no shaft. What's up? Thunder symbol. That's that's the line of the night. <laughs> I can't go after that. Oh, you're gonna have to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> pressure, pressure, pressure. Okay, so I'm marrying Demi Moore because it's Demi Moore. Heard that. And she's got a ton of money because she just divorced Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. And she's divorcing Ashton Kutcher. I mean, mm-hmm. Diehard's oh, wow. been up in that. Boom. <laughs> Say Dahl it again. has been all up in that. So why would you <laughs> not want to be all up in that? Um, I'm effing Halle Berry as she's wearing the Catwoman outfit. That Ooh. just sounds like fun. Oh, another superhero right there. there. Mm. I mean, as long as she's wearing that outfit, we're good. True. And as much as I hate to, I love Alicia Silverstone, but she wasn't even the best one in the movie Clueless. Y'all are forgetting all about Stacey Dash. Oh, she's the she was the crazy one, right? She was her friend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stacy Dash, uh. So if it was her and not Alicia Silverstone, it'd be a whole lot different ballgame. But since Brittany Alicia Murphy. Silverstone, I'm I'm killing her. <laughs> Brittany Murphy was on there too, boy. Cool. Yeah, it's true. Oh, yes, she was. Oh, man. R.I.P. Stacy Dash, though. True. Road we time. are going to watch Clueless again. <laughs> All right, James. <laughs> Hell yeah, Devin. Uh, <laughs> Let's go, Thunder Thunder. Halle Berry! Halle Berry! Halle Berry, what can, can I get a Halle Berry Lula? <laughs> you know? Yes. Halle Berry, I think, is always sexy, always fine. Oh, man. Uh, so I'm marrying Halle Berry just so I can, like, roll over, you know, in bed and wake up and be like, you know, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> you know? See her next to me and be hey, like, hey, not bad, Jay. Life ain't bad. <laughs> you know, life ain't bad. Uh, fucking to me more because... Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I hope she's as bald as Bruce Willis. So I'll tell you that much. And, uh, 
<laughs> Shout out. Thunderdome don't need a landing strip. That's true. Ain't even going to penetrate. <laughs> I like whatever. <laughs> just, uh, you know, just like, oh, well, well good job. At least you tried. <laughs> you know, and for those on the audio version, that was, that just did a hand diagram of, you know, me, me not breaking the surface. You know, people get to the moon and they stab a flagpole into the ground and it sticks. Mine would be like Baker Mayfield trying to stab that flag into the astroturf and it just like falls over. <laughs> but yeah, so Halle Berry, love you. Can't wait to change your last name. Uh, Demi Moore, why not? And Alicia, I guess you're, uh, you know, as if you're kicked out. I am. I'll tell you what, there are so many hot Halle Berry movies. She hey, is could, hot. Like the Flintstones. She can take my swordfish. The, the yes. freaking Flint, the Flintstones. Just in her little, yes. little bedrock, little bedrock outfit. How you doing? Name, name one movie she's not hot in. All right. So anyway, yes. Marrying Halle Berry. I, 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 you know, my thing about Alicia Silverstone, she's still hot. Don't get me wrong, but she's a little young for me. And I feel like she's young for me in that movie. The one that you're, you were a child watching Devin. I was the one that's about high school. Yeah. Cause she portrays a high school student. Right. So there's just something about that where I'm going to have to kill her. And I'm sorry. Demi Moore is smoking hot. She's probably still smoking hot, but I don't think if I marry her, she probably, I don't think men last with her. So. We're gonna just do a one night stand and be done. Boom, that's it. Yeah, that, I mean, I will last with her. I will last with her all night long. If, yeah, if, I'm gonna go, if you go in the like the dark woods, Demi Moore is about to get a paycheck here pretty soon. Just saying. Another one. What the hell are we doing? Okay, Mike. <laughs> you don't have to pay him, Mike. I'm just saying, Bruce Willis is not too healthy right now. Bruce Willis, she's wow. did she remarry? Did she remarry him? I'm just saying, she has to keep my own and everything else. I don't know. I'm a little confused about it, Mike. No, James. Divorced. No, James. No, James. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's uh, muted. So it's probably good he's muted. We cannot muted. hear you. <laughs> All right. Back to you, James. Thanks for playing, everybody. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. James, back to you. Yeah, it's funny we can't hear him. Thank God he muted himself. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I was going to make that joke, but it seemed I was like no. a foot behind. I'm a foot behind. I ain't going to make that joke. You know what I mean? Ooh. I'm yeah. saying. Somebody's but, uh, gonna hey, speaking of jokes, what, what better way to go to the hottest rising uh, segment in podcasts, all podcasts, Today, still season two, and it's still the hottest rising segment. So, Adam, you know, walk a walk a walk us into this new season, buddy. Take it away. All right, season two, two notebooks. I Hey-o. don't think so. Don't need two of them. All right, so these are a little bit lengthy. That's what she <laughs> said. So, sorry, James. Yeah, hey. I didn't offend you. It'll happen. Hope that didn't offend you. Depending on the angle, it's anywhere from two to four. Hello. <laughs> I'm 
Thunder comes in all sections sizes. All right, so I tried to give my friend an apple the other day, but he said he only likes pears. So I gave him an extra one. Hey, oh, like coming. <laughs> I think that's what he meant. Pear, yeah, him too. All right. So another friend of mine said that he really had a hard time sleeping at night. I told him I can do it with my eyes closed. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right, so I was debating a flat earther. You know, the guys that believe the earth's flat. He told me he walked to the edge of the earth just to prove me wrong. I feel he'd come around eventually. Oh! Yeah. It really doesn't matter if you're short, tall, thin, not thin, rich, poor, any of that. At the end of the day, it's not. Boom! It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, at the end of the day, it's always not time. There's something we got to think about. That is true. Right. Oh. Mm. Waka waka waka. Yep. Almost. I think I lost something. A little too hard. What a great story. <laughs> but yeah, I want to keep it short and sweet. I mean, I couldn't do lengthy tonight. I get yeah, it boy. all the way. <laughs> Every way. Oh, but hey, you know, that was a girthy segment, so I guess it'll pass. Halle Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank All you. Right, Mike. You know what, Mike? I think you're going to spend a little alone time after this is over thinking about Halle Berry. Hey, <laughs> Halle Berry. Sounds like a nice <laughs> evening to me. <laughs> Monsters Ball's on Netflix. Just I'm sure something's on somewhere. <laughs> I would like to get old Halle Berry's chocolate bug. Um, There's hey. always a movie of Halle Berry on TV. But you would taste sweet inside. Boom. I wonder what mm. flavor it is. Did that movie yeah. she was in is like The Call or something where she's the operator? Yeah, this is why we're explicit. The girl got kidnapped. She's amazing <laughs> that one too. Yeah, I always have to double check to make sure I put not four kids. <laughs> like every time I post it, I'm just like, yeah, definitely got to make sure I hit that one. <laughs> definitely got to make sure I click that. Make sure to take out the uh, beginning rant of one podcast. Hey, when a certain person's know, driving home from a graduation. That was. You want to talk about getting a text message and my fucking like gut sank. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I could have thrown up right there when I got that message. Like, no, 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 this is not. I thought we were canceled. <laughs> Straight up. That was season one shit. Right. Very much season, one. Right, season two. I almost ended our season after about five or six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And what better way to you know keep our season premiere going than uh, with uh, you know maybe we're hitting on a certain demographic? Hey, I know we're hitting on now is Devin's demographic. So season two, season premiere. What's your Devin's demographic? Old hey, just double shot one down real quick. All right, so <laughs> my demographic this week is two different promotions that I want to. The first one is the new Impact World Heavyweight Champion is Steve Macklin. I think he's a vicious heel for Impact. If you haven't been paying attention to 
that company. He's he's going to take that company to new heights, I believe. Definitely a forgotten son. He had a he had a pretty great feud with uh, Josh Alexander before their that champion went down. So I honestly believe Steve Macklin's probably going to hold that championship until Alexander comes back, and then that feud's going to be reignited. Be awesome. The second one I want to talk about is MLW. They most recently had their War Chamber, where we saw Alexander Hammerstone retain the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. In an upcoming... uh, I forgot. I should have wrote that down. (laughs) Dick. Not you, Devin. (laughs) Just wanted to be an ass. Good job, Mr. Jr. Yeah, that's usually that's yeah, usually, that's usually for me to do to you, James. That's something I would do to you. <laughs> anyway, well, also at that pay per view, Alex Kane defeated Shingo Hitagi. Alex, who? Alex Kane, the winner huh. of MLW's Battle Riot pay per view, the big battle. It's like a battle royal, but you can be pinned and submitted in it. And yeah, there's no rules one. at all. I need to find out more about that, dude. It's pretty badass, but Alex Kane is going to have a future championship match against Alexander Hammerstone. So look out for that. Damn. I heard the girls just can't get enough. We should probably try to get him on the show. That'd be a fantastic idea. Well, that's it. That's uh, nothing like my double shot of Devin's demographic this week. Season two, baby, we're uh, off to the races on all season two. That was a lot of boberish stuff there. (laughs) (laughs) Where's he from? Is he from America? Is he is he an American male, or is he like Um, a Canadian male? Or possibly. He's got Hmm. the stuff, though. He's definitely got the stuff. Oh, Alex Kane. He's a scary looking dude. He is scary looking, man. He is. Who do you ever beat? Maybe Alexander Hamilton. In that battle riot. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to a battle riot uh, in Philly a couple years back. It is uh, entertaining and long. (laughs) It is long. Halloween Havoc. Episode 52. (laughs) That long? Uh, Meanie made an appearance at it, and it was uh, very exciting. Oh, it's badass. I think I I saw the video of that. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly what he did there, Adam. That's exactly what he did. And I'm running up to him with my uh, my shirt on, the uh, Blue Blue World Order shirt, you know? We and should totally say, uh, reach out to Meanie. I bet that'd be fun. We could. Hey, Sorensen, tell your best friend Meanie to uh, hit us up. Meanie's an American male. And Alex uh, Sorensen- Kane also is an American male. He's from down there in Georgia with you, Mike. Well, I'll be damned. Sorensen would 100% do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, and that is James Sorensen from the Zipco Bros. Boom. Zipco Bros. Whatever. There he is, Mike. Mike's been quiet for five minutes. All of a sudden, he, he hears that, and he has to say it. And there's, a, right. there's a plug. You should check those guys out. Definitely. Thanks, Devin. Yes, you guys are doing great over there. Shout out to you have anything else? Uh, at, at best. Make sure you're checking out our TikTok as well. That's been blowing up. We've been having some clips on there that have gone over 2,000 viewers. I believe so. Silas, uh, Real Billy Silas Mason had a pretty big one on there, correct? Yeah, he's had a couple. He's had a couple, so definitely pay attention to there. That's where a lot of our uh, big clips are going to be going. 
We know you know Salas today. Have to watch the clips. You don't want to watch a full show. You can watch the clips. Yeah. And if you don't want to watch three and a half hours, <laughs> you know, check. And that. if there's no clips, blame Devin because Devin's hundred percent. Yeah, because apparently we fired our other guy. Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shout out to Tyler for getting paid and never showing up. That is the life. That's the American dream. Let's work more pay. I love it. Love it. He's an American, American male. Too. American. Hey, male. if you if you do have a funny clip that you like that really popped you, let us know because that way we can know like what's funny and what our people love, what you love on your show, and then we can tell Devin to clip it. Yeah, be our video people, and, and we that'll still help, help also. And shout out to JD Hoop for the uh I don't know if y'all know about JD Hoop. I ain't gonna put him on blast, but he does a lot of things that you've probably seen at oh, major, man. major, JD major Hoop shows. A, oh. And uh he did genius. he did our theme, which you also see because we're major, major, major show. Thanks, JD. Thanks for thanks for making time for us. We know you got bigger fish in the Boy, the, the yeah, the, the time frame that that was done, I was like, uh, yeah. weren't you? I just saw something like, yeah, biggest show of the year, <laughs> you know, like yeah. biggest yeah. shit. Like, and you're just like, hey, there's some friends I got to do some shit for real quick, <laughs> you know, while you're while you're doing the biggest shit, <laughs> like, hey, he's like a profit or know, something, you know, and at a discount to say the least, about, but fuck around, dude, like, yeah. for sure, yeah. it's from the street. Hell of a yeah. dude, man. Hell of, yeah. Hell of a guy. Hell of a dude. Hope we, get, hope we get to see him again this year. I bet he is making profits from the street. You know, yeah, he's, a, he's a technical profit. Yeah. A profit. yeah. <laughs> All right, Fucking James, back cool to you, stuff, buddy. Man. Shout out JD Who, man. Big fans and can't wait to can't wait to see what else you do. American males. But uh, hey, what better way to uh, see what our friends are up to and watch wrestling and, uh, you know, two promotions, Devin's old double shot right there, than with some good food. So, macaroni Mike. I'm kidding. So, uh, <laughs> what do you have well, you know, for Mike's Meat Minute this week? I am so glad you said that, James, because I was thinking about something in the version to the episode today from last week. And Man, we had Mr. Randy. Still listening to it? Yeah, we're still <laughs> listening to it. Mr. Randy Elkwai came on and said, Macaroni Mike. Got me thinking, huh, what could I do today? So what am I going to do today? Oh, what about some macaroni? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Boil the water. Dump yeah. a box of macaroni in. Boil for 10 minutes. There's your macaroni. Ta-da! That is. But you want to add something special to it. You got to dice up and fry up some spam. Oh! <laughs> so what you want to do... right there, baby. <laughs> get your box of macaroni and cheese. Boil wow. the water. Get that, bo- get that water boiling. Nice and good. Because you have to get boiling. A rolling boil? And I learned a new trick. If you take the pan when it's boiling and put it halfway on the pot or halfway in the burner, it stirs itself. Oh, you saw the <laughs> Facebook video. Good job. You ain't had to do it yourself. So put that macaroni in that boiling water and let it boil until it's nice and tender. Take it out, 
dump your water out, add your cheese, add your milk, add your butter, and then you want to take your fried spam. Yeah, dice baby. That, dice that shit up. You want to dice it up nice and fine, like good little dices. Throw it up there, mix it in. And what I like to do with my macaroni and cheese and spam, throw a little shredded cheese. Oh. Get that get that Mexican cheese for the tacos. Throw it in there. Let it melt because it's still nice and hot. Gets it extra little cheesy. Right there is your Mike's macaroni meat minute. Right there. You add some seasoned salt, some pepper. You want to do that? Uh, yeah, you can add that stuff if you want to. Add a bit of hot sauce. Ketchup if you're my my daughter. She likes you know macaroni and cheese with well, ketchup. Well, your daughter eats ketchup on ketchup. Yeah. So. <laughs> I really go through a big bottle of ketchup in one week. I bet so, Heinz is really proud that like you should reach out to Heinz. I, I really need I really need to get I like, go through the 64 ounce bottle. You should just start buying the two packs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I need stock with ketchup because that's all my daughter eats. Like, you gotta go to like McDonald's and ask to buy a box of their ketchup that comes in the back <laughs> in the pump. <laughs> yeah, just repeat. I, I need something because this child, everything macaroni and cheese, yeah, pizza, they don't matter. You do a special Maybe order, you should get some shit to eat. <laughs> you you know like crock pot, pot macaroni? Crock crock pot, crock pot, uh, ketchup is next week. Crock pot macaroni. Ooh, crock that pot sounds like the stuff for sure. Oh, it's good. It's it's that good shizzle for. I like how we're doing shizzle. spam on this week because you know. Don't worry, we'll bring the real meat next week. Ooh, are we? Hot dogs. It's your fucking segment. I don't know what the it hell is you your segment. French toast. Right. Oh, oh, my is extra creamy, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, I, hey, shout out to my dad. There's, and, uh, there's Mike's macaroni minute. That is hilarious. It's Mike's minute. Hey, Bober, that's an inside minute. joke, too. Shout out, Bober. It's great yeah. to have one. I like every time that we say, hey, Bober, that's an inside joke. That's an inside joke to Bober. That's, that's yeah. Mike's huh? meatless minute. <laughs> Pittsburgh's own. <laughs> hey, my sister, when, when she was a little younger, but she was old enough to know better, she was dating one of, my, one of a buddy of mine, and he asked her to fix some macaroni. He said he was watching TV, and by that time, he heard dry noodles hitting an empty pan. He looked back and said, what are you doing? Cooking macaroni. And you forgot to put the water in the pan. No, I swear. That's I swear. awesome. Straight up. Uh, uh, fried fry macaroni. Kevin, that's, that's for me to do. Not for you. For <laughs> I'm, I'm the one sorry. that the head, okay? I'm the irritated one. Not you. It's not your style, pal. When well, it comes to cooking, I get, I, I get fussy. So that... That's an irritation. <laughs> not, not irritate Brad is the weekly segment. No, oh, don't worry. You got you, you. You're always there. <laughs> we are at Kickout Crew. <laughs> no, no, no. You want to talk about next James. week? Next know. week, Mike. Are we gonna? So we're yeah, we're doing it. it. We're fucking doing it. Let's do yeah, it. Might as well. Hey, fuck it. You if know. it doesn't happen, whatever. We're doing well, it. Granted, I mean, uh, by the time this airs, it's already done. So you know. It's happening. Yeah. It's it happening. is happening. There what do we got next stuff, week? And what I we got, Mike? What do we got? Enough. We've been we dropping got... the Easter eggs all Mr. 
Buff Bagwell Woo! is coming on the show next week. Join us for not one, but two watch alongs. Two. Huh. Two. Do we know the matches yet? Nope. But we will put on <laughs> Season two, Twitter. baby. I told you we'd be the same. <laughs> Oh, that's great. And Mike, uh, all the credit to you, Mike, for reaching out to Mr. Bagwell. He's uh, sounds excited to be on the show. We're excited to have him. I'm a longtime fan and I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Been a longtime booer of his, but that's because he did his job great. You know, so yeah, I want to ask you a few minutes really about last days. Been a, been a long time, like, oh, fuck, buff. Someone beat his ass. But then as I've gotten older and, you know, Conrad, shout out, kind of, uh, you know, with the podcast stuff, you kind of get it. And I'm just like, okay. Buff was really, really good at what he did. You know? American males. Yeah, right. So Start bring, your questions in. bring your questions in for Mr. Bagwell, and let's have a good time. And by the time you hear right. this, you better shoot him in <laughs> at a.m. Yeah, because yeah. uh, 5 o'clock's the cutoff. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I uh, with the uh, mantra and everything about our show and uh, kicking out and all that stuff, because, you know, Let's be real here. If you pay attention to the news, life got him pinned down there for a little bit. And, you know, he is in the process of kicking out. And I think that that is going to be really cool to talk about on our show because, number one, an escape. Number two, kick out of two, baby. So it's like, this. Mm -hmm. I think uh, next week has potential to be a really, really special episode. I really do. Honestly. Awesome. Because I can't wait to, like, yeah. Because I'm going to talk to him. I, I've i already thought about There's going to be a moment where I have a little, uh, you know, hey, man, like, us as wrestling fans, like, care about you. Well, you know what I'm saying? I met him like, during his decline. And so I, I know that buff. I don't know this buff yet. So I'm interested to see how much he's changed. And even if he remembers meeting me back in the day. Well, as uh, as wrestling fans, whether you cheer or boo, you wish like success on the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll boo MJF out of the building. I'll boo Rolando, Ronaldo, whatever the fuck y'all fuck his name up on our show. I'll boo his ass out of the building. Doesn't mean I don't wish him success. Just means I'll boo your ass right out of the building. Hey, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, like, but as people, as humans, you want them to do good. So. I uh I'm really kind of pumped up to like I want to talk to Buff, man. I want yeah, to talk excited. to Marcus. I want to uh and that's for anybody, which you know, um we care about you, man. Like it's cool as a wrestling fan to see all of the down times that they put this dude through and they ridiculed him and roasted him. And to see him rise above, like you know, rise from the ashes like a phoenix. That's what it's about, man. So I I can't wait for uh can't wait for next next week's episode. Nervous as fuck, very 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 nervous. But uh, it's gonna know. it's gonna mean more when you kind of know where he's been, like you've been there, and you understand it better if you've been there before. Well, I want to look him dead in the eyes and be like, bro, we care about you. Like wrestling fans okay. do give a shit about you, and we want you to be that example. Because when people talk shit, you can be like. Look at Buff. Look at Jake. Look at Scott. Look at, I mean, like, life's going to get you down. 
Look at these motherfuckers. They kicked out. Yeah, two. Nice. <clears throat> so send your questions in because we probably won't put this on Twitter till Thursday because we won't be a surprise. Yeah, I don't, I'm not doing that. I'm going to freaking do it all week. <laughs> <laughs> that is the biggest downside about yeah. dropping a recording is that, hey, next week, we don't know what we're doing. But it's like, like I'm Tuesday, do it. we do, do on Twitter. And then the episode drops Thursday and people get to hear, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> In retrospect, you know, I just look like, like I can't. I like I just likes in the nuts right there, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, a lot of these matches in retrospect that we covered. In retrospect, old uh, old Waltman, you know, did pretty good for himself. And then in retrospect, the hurricane, you know, it uh, it helped a little, I guess. One, He's two, still three. a backstage talent now. That is true. And the Lake of Reincarnation, when they threw his ass in there and he came out as the hurricane, awesome. Fucking amazing. So, yeah, that's uh, next week and all that stuff. So, am I um, doing this, I guess? In. Yeah, you're, you're doing out, well, it appears that the tape machines are rolling. It appears the Firefly Funhouse is getting a lot of guests. So, <laughs> it looks like it's about that time. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for uh it felt good to be it felt good to do uh just us. Like it's a lot of pressure with guests and everything, but it felt good to be just you know with the homies, man. Uh it's relaxing and chill and uh miss you guys for sure. Just us is kind of cool. Which hey, I not putting anything it. against our guests, but Sometimes we need a little break <laughs> because it's Definitely a hassle mentally to have guests on. Well, you know, esteemed wrestlers because you want to take pride in that. You know, your show. But that being said, uh, it was fun with just us. Glad we could start the season off with just us. It's a good way to uh, start things going. It's the only way to start it, brother. Amen. I like that, Adam. And, uh, if you uh if there's times where things aren't going that way and you just want to speak your mind about it and fucking just like let's say you rant a little bit and just get it off your chest. Well, hey, that's what we got Brad here for, you know what I'm saying? Old Rand Stanton. It's uh you know, because things do happen. Life is life. And hey, sometimes you just gotta speak it that way it's off your chest, and then you can move on from it, you know. But if you just harbor that, you know, negativity. It's going to explode. So, yeah, you can rate and send all of your, uh, you know, questions, quarrels, and problems uh, because it's going to be there. Life is annoying yet beautiful at the same time. <laughs> there's always going to be some shit, but there's always going to be some daisies and flowers, too. So, yeah, sometimes you got to just get that negative shit off your chest and rant it away. And, you know, rain and sand provides us with all a little clarity and a little, uh, you know, brevity of everything i think you use that word right no clue it's a big sure. one Say what you want sure whatever sure. Our, our phrase will correct uh you know me and uh and if you're uh watching and paying attention and on the scene to the pop culture and you know what are the demographics really hitting on these days well that would be something that Devin, you know could help you out with because he knows He's got his ear to the street. You know what I'm saying? 
So, uh, Devin's demographic tries to touch on uh, cultural, pop culture, and current-ish stuff. Granted, we air a week late. But, yeah, Devin definitely has his uh, feet on the street. You know, he's in the know. So, Devin's demographic, that is Devin D19. I forgot to say, it is Yes Man Brad for the rain stand stuff. Uh, hey, you know, but he's a Yes Man. Look at old Brad. Yes Man Brad. Boom. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, Devin. You know, he, he'll be watching along, keeping us uh, in tune with what's going on. Boom, that rhymed. And that is By the way, uh, 19. Go ahead, Devin. Alexander Hammerstone and uh, Mance Warner, the, uh, the one called Manders, uh, they all won the War Chamber. Alexander Hammerstone didn't defend his title. I was watching other shows. But I'm so glad I'm you I'm trying to keep up with the demographic. Perfect. How about Tay Connie, huh? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Happy Brian Horenzo, you if you're listening. <laughs> you know you hate Twisted Devin Dumbass Night. Be available on Thursdays. <laughs> but you know, uh, you know, we like to uh, crack jokes and have fun. And what better way to have fun than just like chilling and watching some wrestling? And if you like chilling and watching some wrestling, well, Mike does bonus episodes. I was watch longs. And, uh, you know, they happen to be pretty popular. In fact, one was so popular, it was so nice. Had to do the same song twice. Uh, Anna, shout out to Anna for being on two times. Highly popular episodes. And uh, Mike does a good job with those. So if there's some matches, some old things you want to watch along, be a bonus episode. Mike and uh, all of us are more than willing. But mainly, uh, you know, you can hit up Mike for that because uh, Mike is a guy. Mike is the man in charge on that. And that would be at Whitaker 1028. When, oh, that's not the only thing. We all love to eat. Hell, you have to eat to live. And if you have some recipes or something that you want to see covered on the show, that would be a Mike's Meat Minute that you could, uh, you know, just shoot on over to Mike at Whitaker 1028 or at Kickout Crew, you know, for us. Or you can even email some of your recipes to kickoutcrewpod at gmail.com. You know, Mike does a good job. Shit's uh, going good. And uh, the next guy, well, there is no joke when we're talking about him because he was an entering performer, and that ain't no joke. So if you do have some, let's say, great dad jokes, because when people say terrible dad jokes, that means they ain't funny. Well, you can walk a walk a walk and laugh your way through a bunch of the shit that he puts on there because that is Adam from Bama. Adam underscore from underscore Bama. He is the uh, Waka 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 band. And uh, you know what else? It ain't no joke when he does these interviews because uh, Adam has been busting out some great interviews and they are also some of our most highly popular uh, <laughs> shit. So, oh, yeah. So Adam from Bama for interviews and uh, jokes. You can send them to him and, you know, who knows? And maybe you'll get on the show. Seems like everybody but Mike <laughs> gets their joke on the show. So we'll see. And no, uh, I guess I've spieled uh, enough. I am at James L. Cori, but it ain't about me. It's about you, because it's your show. We are at Kickout Crew. You can reach us at Kickout Crew. You can email us, kickoutcrewpod at gmail.com. And uh, the most important thing, is as we move forward with season two, it's a new day. 
Yes, it is. It's a new dawn. It's a chance to not only uh, don't falter, but remain where you're at, but also a chance to improve because the sun will come out tomorrow and you bet your bottom dollar that it will. And uh, I'm just saying, season two, it's a chance to do better. So if things aren't going the way that you think they should be going, well, here's the deal. Tomorrow is always a chance to do better because no matter what the hell is happening, you're the one that gets to kick at it too. Why not? Because as a wrestling fan, when there's a false finish, the crowd goes wild. You know what that means? People support that shit. So always remember that when life gets you down, kick out it too. That's what we do. That's what you do on your show. That's right. Season two coming your way. Kick out crew. I want to thank everybody here. I want to thank everybody for listening and, you know, be a friend, tell a friend, but the best podcast around is kicking it with friends. Kick out crew. Thanks guys. It was fun. Peace. Peace.